All right. Hey, everybody. This is Leonard O'Neill from Orion Rising. Today we're going to do some Orion Rising news. I didn't come on last week. Had a rainstorm over here. Kept knocking the power off. It was kind of crazy. We were down hours here, hours there, and different times of the day and night. So we decided not to go live. I didn't even get to do the Law of One on Friday. Right? So that was crazy. Craziness going on. Give me a shout out. Oh, sorry, my my phone picked up the the thing, and I have my volume still on, so I apologize for that. I wanted to check and make sure we were live, and now I know that we are. Right? Show this out, show this out, show this out. Okay, so I'm live at a weird time, a couple minutes before 2 o'clock, later than normal on Tuesday. Normally, I come with Mandy. Mandy, I, I didn't even check with her. She didn't say anything. I didn't know if we were going to go this week or not. Um, so I just kind of went live, <laughs> right? Okay, so let me get this off the screen here. You guys can see the Ryan Rising News tag there, right? So namaste. Okay, uh, a lot has been going on, right? I haven't done. We haven't done much since the election. So let's talk about that, okay? More than 40 executive orders already signed. That is insane. Okay, sorry, something popped up down here. Um, Make sure you say something in the comments. If you're here, to say hello. Give me a shout out in the comments. That way I know you're you're in the audience. Otherwise, uh, I don't know that you're in the audience. Um, and share this out. So the 40 executive orders, some of them are good. Some of them I agree with, right? And I know that a lot of people are complaining um, about, like, this pipeline and how that's going to screw us over. In a sense, it is because we are going to end up dependent on – uh, foreign oil again, which means our gas prices are going to shoot up, right? Reese, how you doing? Namaste, buddy. Uh, like I said, share this out. I haven't shared it out either, so let me share it out too, right? Um, so, you know, some of the people are annoyed, like I said, because we're going to lose a lot of jobs. Now, first of all, I really don't think that this administration paid enough attention to just how many people are going to be affected by it. And and let me let me tell, let me say what I mean by that. Okay, say just with the pipeline, we lose just 10,000 jobs. That's just the people that are working. That's not the jobs of all the people that were building the equipment, all the people that were, that were doing all of that, okay? Not to mention, this is where it starts the trickle-down economics that Ronald Reagan understood, and he used that, you know, um, for his whole ideology in, in the, the uh, Julie Welcome. Uh, his whole ideology as far as economics works. And that's because he understood, and some people do, I'm not just saying Reagan was the only one, but Reagan implemented it as a, um, you know, as a, as a, a, a philosophy. Okay, so what they're not looking at is 10,000 jobs. How many of those people now are going to be displaced? So they were living in an area consuming products with a family, with kids going to school, paying taxes in that area, right, to that area. So there's a lot of revenue, 10,000 jobs, 10,000 families, okay, that, are, that now may be displaced to another place. That's just the, the tip of it because he, they, he also signed no, uh, no fracking, uh, removing any oil on government land. Now, the state of Wyoming, the state of New Mexico, the state of Texas, no, 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 not Texas. Texas, most of the land is not government land. But New Mexico, 
fifty percent of its uh, of of its total gross domestic product is now gone. Okay, because of that. So it's not just 10,000 10, workers up there doing the job and, and these, these you know, uh, blue-collar jobs. It's also other states that are affected. So it's going to be like a million jobs lost, maybe more. Okay? They're saying, they're saying tens of millions of jobs in the next two years. You have to understand that that affects the grocery, that affects restaurants, that affects hair salons, uh, barber shops, because all of those people, that now don't have a job. It's not like they had time to, hey, guys, we're going to stop all this production uh, in T-minus two years. You're going to need to find another job. Because they didn't do that. They literally signed a piece of paper, and you guys are out of work now. So now they don't even know what they're going to do for income. Okay, And and then you have people in the government say, well, they're just going to have to transition to another job. These jobs are specific jobs. It's not like, you know, it's not like a retail manager that you can just go to any core company and plug yourself in. You just have to get used to their products or or upper management in corporations where it's all the same. It's checks and balances. You just have a different product you're selling. You can do that. You can move from place to place like that. Oops, cat company went out of business. Who cares? Move to another company. You can't do that with this kind of industry, first of all. Okay. And then secondly, like I said, all the trickle down, trickle down, all of the stuff that the kids would need, their medical needs, that pays uh, stuff, their clothing, they are buying stuff in the community. Now, all that's done. It's gone. And those people don't have a place to go. So now they're out of work with no income coming in. So they're not going to be spending very much money. Cheryl, welcome. Hi. Like I said, you guys give me a shout out in the chat. Uh, I am monitoring it. So if you guys have questions or comments, you can punch them in the chat. I have it up on my screen here. and I don't have to look at my phone. Uh, I'm using it on, on this operating system. Okay. But like I said, share this out. Share this out because I'm on a weird time on a weird day. Well, Tuesday, I usually come on. Uh, but we, like I said, last week we didn't. I apologize for that. We will be back on Friday to do the Law of One uh, to catch up. Uh, it was a big, huge rainstorm, knocked out my power um, for days and days. Not, you know, it was out for two, three hours here, two, three hours there, but it was intermittent. You didn't know when it was going to come on and off. One day it went off, came on, uh, went off five minutes later, was down for another hour and a half, came on, went, went uh, was up for about 20 minutes, went down again for another hour, and then and then it kept flickering and going on and off and knocking the internet off the internet, and I had to keep rebooting everything, and the television was just annoying. Okay, <laughs> so so that's that's kind of crappy. So. And every time that happens, my modem, I have like three channels on my modem that my computers can link up to, uh, right? And and um, if they don't link to the right one, you know, because I don't have, a lot of you guys have that where you have that, the one you give your guests and so they don't have total access, right? And, but then you have the one that you guys have. Well, I, spay, I pay for like super fast internet because I do this show and I stream the show live and I also play World of Warcraft. And in that, I'm hunting humans because you play, you know, player versus player. I need to have a computer that's fast. And I need to have internet that's fast so that I don't like lag out and get killed in the game. So I, if I, if this computer hooks up to it's hardwired, I have to check it now every time I come in to load it to see which which uh, port that it's uh, checked into, uh, whether it's the high speed one or the or the uh, 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 you know the one that's got limited access or the other one that's got even less access for children. So I have it set up that way, so that we, you know we can do that. We can have, I can just give a password to a kid, and he can take his tablet 
and go on and he can't see porn sites and stuff like that. So you got parental control. So the problem with your computer is it just grabs the first one available, right? If I don't check it, then I have problems. I can't go live and then I have to unplug it. And sometimes I have to turn off the modem, turn it back on to reset it. So that this will require it. It's just pain in the butt. I had to do that today. That's why I'm not on it one. I was on it two. Okay. So they don't understand or they, they have to understand the economic impact of this, but they're, but they don't care. Okay. And that's just horrible, horrible policy to, to do that. Right now. So what does that affect? Well, we were completely self-sufficient energy wise. Okay. We, we were literally with, with coal, with gas, with, uh, you know, um, uh, natural gas, you know, even solar, we were completely, I mean, solar you are, but we have, we were building our own panels. Right. But that company went out of business when Barack Obama tried it. Right. Because they wanted to switch over. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be getting off fossil fuels because we should. OK, so that part of what they signed, I agree with, but not as the way they did it and as abrupt as they did it, because they're going to we're going to take a, a hit. They're, they're trying to revitalize, supposedly, quote unquote, finger quotes for those of you listening on the MP3 podcast. You can't see me. They're trying to unite the country and create new jobs, and they just killed 10,000 that is going to kill millions of jobs. Okay? And they're like, oh, they can just get another job. That's that's not true. John Kerry said that even the fact-checkers, the ones who fact-check everything that everyone says, and they'll probably try to fact-check me for what I'm saying, right? And then they'll say I'm wrong. But they're, they, the, them fact-checkers themselves said John Kerry was misleading, and he was wrong. He was lying. When he said, well, they could just get other jobs. They just have to transition. Now, what he's saying is they're going to have to go back to school and learn another trade because this one we're not going to let you do. Do you understand that? So that would be like telling an Uber driver, you have to learn how to fly a jet because we're not going to be driving cars anymore. So now you have to go to school, pay money that you don't have because you're out of work to get a job now to learn a different trade because the one that you have and had paid for before is no longer something that we're doing in this country. So now you have to think about leaving the United States and going probably to work for China because they're going to have all the, all the shit or the, or the Saudis because they're the ones that are going to be the oil. Do you understand? So that's not cool to do that. Now, if, if these people say these people do leave, companies are going to leave because they got us back on the Paris Accord. So that means that everybody, all the factory jobs that, that restarted under Donald Trump are all going to now go away because they don't want us building anything in America. We're supposed to be the worker bee. We're supposed to be Cheryl. Welcome. I didn't see you come in there. Yes, I did, didn't I? I said hi. There you go. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't see you come in. Welcome. Uh, like I said, share this out. I'm here to a weird time. Celeste, welcome. Celeste, you. Yeah, right. GameStop. That was GameStop was dying. Right. We should let it die. I agree. It was dying, but the whole thing was just a basic rebellion. It was dying on its own. Okay. It was dying. But the 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 hedge funds. I don't know if you guys understand where the hedge fund is insider trading uh, and it's and it's legal because it's the rich people. OK, so if I created a hedge fund and say you and I, Celeste, were in the hedge fund together, what we would do is find those companies that are about to die and then say, OK, we can make them die faster and bet on that and borrow because they don't actually buy stock. They borrow stock. So it's fake. It's kind of like the American dollar where we just print money. 
and then we just put it into circulation like they're doing with the stimulus package. Okay, there's nothing to back that up. There's no money in a vault somewhere. There's no gold to back up what they what they're writing for money. Okay, they just invented it. Same thing here on for the stock market. They just borrow stock from someone else who says, sure, I'll lend it to you. It doesn't mean anything unless they tank. And that's what happened. They got squeezed. So then what they do is then they say to the whole world, we're betting that that company is going to go under tomorrow at 1 p.m. Wink, wink. And then they flood the market and sell and, and sell that all that stock to their friends who loaned them fake stock. And they buy the stock and it tanks and they make money off of the deal because when the, when it goes down, they rebuy the stock from those people. So basically they're doing that and laundering money. And then when you ride, when you buy the stock before it crashes, it goes back up to where it was, which is mediocre anyways, but you make a billion dollars doing it because you bought 5 billion, uh, you know, uh, shares. Okay. At like a dollar. Now you're selling them at three. So you make billions of, of money and it goes back to where it was and it's dying anyway. And no one cares. Right. And then after that, the reputation of that company is gone. So it dies anyway. And everyone sells off all the stock. Then they got to go under and, and, and they, they fold the company. They do that on purpose. Okay. They also do that because, um, because the, uh, it, it stimulates the economy. The reason that it stimulates the economy is because they make more money. Okay. And then it forces people who are just a dying breed to get out, start another company or go to work somewhere else and make room for another company that can plug into those places where those buildings where your shitty ass company that's going under because there's a dinosaur is, is just like blockbuster went by the, the wayside GameStop's going by the wayside. Cause everything's on the, on the internet now and you can buy shit and have it sent to you and it's cheap. So nobody goes and shops in those stores anymore. Even videos. If you want videos or DVDs, you just order them online and they come to your house and they're like five bucks. It's not like it used to be where it was 50 bucks and you can go rent it for five. Now you can get it for free and put it on your, not even have the hard copy. Who cares? I don't collect DVDs anymore. I have a few, four or five. But if I want to watch something, I go on the internet, right? So unless the internet gets shut off, I, I don't care, right? That's the way most people are. So I agree that some companies are dinosaurs and they need to go away, all right? But when you, and then what happened was day traders like us, right? People who are just average people who trade got wind of that they were doing that and they decided to squeeze the hedge funds. So they bought the stock and the stock went way up and then they were going to sell the stock because it was worth a lot of money. The hedge fund managers got, got squeezed. And so now they had to, they needed more stock and more stock. So they borrowed it from another hedge fund company, two of them, in fact. And then the, the people kept buying it anyways. And so it kept going up, 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 up. And they're making all kinds of money because then they're going to sell it because people are going to want to buy it and they're going to buy high. So here's the, the problem. Americans are stupid. We are. And I wrote that in my book. Our, our problem is that we buy high and sell low. So the rich people keep getting richer because you, me, and everybody else are way in over our head and don't understand how to work the stock market. These guys did. So they bought the stock, right? And they knew that the more people that buy the stock, the stock goes up. So they bought the stock and it went from $3 and some odd cents and it was uh, it was down from eleven. It went from three dollars. They were buying it at three twenty-five. I think it was the rock bottom. It went up to to like over, I don't know. It was really high. It was like over forty dollars a share. 
And then, of course, the hedge fund companies screamed and cried, wait a minute, rich, the rich people are losing money and the poor people are, are getting rich. It was the exact same thing as the movie Trading Places with Eddie Murphy, if you guys are old enough to have ever seen that movie. Okay, so at the end of that movie, the poor people got rich and the rich people got poor. That's what happened that day with GameStop. GameStop stock. Okay, and they got pissed off, so they went to the companies and they, you know, like Reddit blocked the guys from talking to each other and and uh um uh whatchamacallit uh, uh what, what the heck's the name of the the company it was uh um robin hood uh, robin hood who they didn't realize and you guys probably anybody who was on robin hood i thought well i'm gonna go on there and, and do some trading robin hood lied to its people and they have a commercial that says we're we're going to change the face of trading and let the small guy win Secretly, they were gathering all the data from everybody's uh, buying and selling habits and selling it to those hedge funds companies. Okay, so they had to do the bidding of the hedge funds companies because that was their they have contracts with them. So they shut off trading and wouldn't allow anybody to buy the stock on their platform. That's illegal. It's also insider trading. We don't like the outcome of the stock market, so we're going to stop you from doing that. People need to go to jail over that. Okay, that's racketeering. That is freaking racketeering. They need to go to jail over it. Okay. So, right. See, there you go. They shut your uncle down. This is Celeste is saying this, right? Well, let me see what she says. They, they shut my, my phone. They shut my phone uncle down, uncle's phone down uh, uh, shorting for shorting years ago. Uh, see, so regular people aren't allowed. Agreed. See, we can't short sale, but everybody else can. Right. That's what George Soros did to the English pound and almost crashed. I mean, he did crash and almost destroyed the, the, uh, the British monarchy by destroying the English pound. But I hear tell that was orchestrated by the queen because they were trying to get into Brexit, right? And get rid of the English pound. So she allowed him to short sell it. And he made billions off of it, but I don't know. I don't have that. That's not vetted. So I don't know if it's true. Okay. So yeah, well, I agree, Cheryl. It's just more exposed corruption. I agree, but that's the point. These guys knew that that was corrupt. So they went after them. Okay, so there was a rebellion. They went after them on purpose. They're going to do this again, which is good. They need to. We need to. Okay, and I've been telling people because some people say, you know, you know, Leo, you you like you sound like you're trying to incite a revolution. No, and yes. Okay, I don't believe in violence. I was brought up. I've been in martial arts longer than I can remember. I was brought up in a military family. Everybody in my family was in the military in one country or another. I was in the military, but not the United States. I was in the military in Ireland. Okay. I was in the Irish Republican Army. I still am. I'm just not doing anything for them. I'm doing this for America now, which is the same thing I did for the Irish with the internet. Okay. So I'm fighting a cyber war. I don't believe in conventional wars. We don't need them anymore. The wars can be won on the internet and through economics. That's how wars are won anyways. Conventional wars are just the last ditch effort when you have nothing else and you, you're losing the, the, yeah, that's right. It's like Bitcoin, right? Right. Value is where the people put it. Yes. <laughs> My brother knows a guy who farms Bitcoin. <clears throat> and you, I thought about doing it. I looked into it and was like, well, if I can get in with some of those guys, because the more people you have, the, the more you can get control and set the price, then you can drive the price up. Pardon me. <clears throat> so, but we need to expose more of the corruption is my point, Cheryl. So it's good that we're exposing the corruption. That needs to be done everywhere in every aspect of their lives. 
because that's the only way that you're going to hurt them is through their pocketbook and exposing them for being pedophiles, rapists, right, murderers, and, you know, doing illegal shit like this behind the scenes that they deem legal. But if you try it like Celeste's uncle, you get shut down and possibly arrested for it. Wait a minute. I'm just doing what you do. Shut up, son, and sit down. Do you see? They think they have so much power, they just come and get you and lock you up. There's a guy that they locked up because he put a meme up that they didn't like. This regime that's in charge now, the Biden regime, he's in jail and might do 10 years in jail because he put a MAGA hat on, who was it? It was just on some stupid fucking star, right? And because of that, they arrested him for treason and whatever they called it, uh, uh, terrorist, uh, domestic terrorist act. This is the craziness that's going on right now with this current regime is that they're starting to implement communist ideology in, in ways, going and arresting people for what they say. And then you have this cancel culture, which is set up by them, right? It's Antifa, Antifa. They like to have it say it like that. It's not count the money. It's count de Monet. Antifa. Okay. They're a fascist organization that is the brown shirts from Nazi Germany that became the Nazi SS. Look that up. Okay. They are literally, they did this in the Russia. They did every country that you're trying to take over and make into a socialist nation. First thing you do is you get a control of the teachers because you get to control of the kids' minds. As the kids grow up, you indoctrinate them to what you want them to believe, and then you recruit them to go out and do pandemonium and mayhem. I know this because the IRA did the same thing okay, to the people to gain back control of their own country. Okay, That's how you do that, period. You want to start a rebellion, you get control of the young people and their minds and convince them that you're right in what you're doing. If you are righteous, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, I mean, if you look at America, the idea when uh, to overthrow the English was because we were living under the king's rule and we wanted to be free. But, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mel Gibson did a movie called The Patriot, and his, his character in The Patriot was, um, what was his name? I can't think of his name right now, but he, it was his true story. And that guy really existed and he really said what, what he said. And I know what he said, but I can't think of his name right now. But in a minute, I'll think of his name. Okay. And he was, the, so if you ever watch that movie, know that that's a true story. It really happened exactly the way you see it. Okay. So Mel Gibson's, you guys don't realize how many movies that he's made that are actually true stories. <laughs> Most of his big blockbusters are real stories. He's telling the real history. Uh, because that's been erased. People don't know about it. So his character said when they were trying to vote to uh, to start the rebellion before they even started the Declaration of Independence, he, thank you for the share. And um, hold on, I got a pop-up on my screen that's driving me crazy. Danny, thank you for the share. I couldn't see your name because the pop-up was on my screen and it was um, bugging me. Uh, and now I have, there we go. Okay, now I, now I keep getting... My emails. Hold on, I gotta clear my screen from this because I keep getting pop-ups now. So I need to kill the pop-ups so that they don't keep showing me what I have there. Okay, sorry, I apologize for that. So when they were gonna vote and they were debating on whether or not to vote to join the rest of the people who uh, were were planning to um, start the rebellion and and free the nation, I, I'm getting more pop-ups again. That's driving me freaking nuts. Okay, so he said. He stood up and he said, why would I trade one tyrant 
2,000 miles away for 2,000 tyrants one mile away. I will not vote for this. Okay. And he was, he was right in a sense because look at the way things are now. He was right that it was, and then the truth, go back in time and look at what it was. They were landowners. They were the rich and the elite at the time. And they just didn't want to be paying any more taxes to the, to the uh, king. The whole thing started over, and everybody, I don't know if you know this, the Boston Tea Party, right? The Boston Tea Party was over a, a taxation without representation because the king decided that, they, that they, he was going to raise the taxes. The taxes on tea were 1%, 1% sales tax, 1%. And he raised it to 2%. And that literally caused the nation, literally caused the nation to, to go to war. And sorry, I'm, I'm having issues now because the windows keep popping up over here and it's driving me crazy. I don't know why that's happening. Okay, well, I'm just going to have to ignore it then. For some reason, I just keep getting incoming, 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 um, like as if uh, like I'm being spammed. That's crazy. My, my emails are being spammed right now. Breaking news, right? I get all kinds of crazy shit going on here. Anyways, so I'll just ignore it and keep, keep killing it when they pop up. Okay, so we went to war and created another whole country here in the United States uh, over a 1% tax increase. And now we, we pay, you know, almost 25% tax in this country. And we have taxation without representation. They just change the taxes. You sign up for it. You sign off on it all the time, right? You will literally, you'll say, uh, get a credit card. Yeah, I'm okay with uh, the, you know, the, the taxation on, on it being 25 to 30%. These days they're even pushing it up to, I saw one, they were offering me a credit card with $5,000 limit, but it was 32.33% interest. 20 years ago, they'd have gone to jail for a felony for mentioning that and trying to have that sold off. But now they've deregulated it so that it doesn't matter. Do you understand what's the what's the point of, of all the right? Yeah, caffeine. She said, right. So what what's the point of, of all this? Things are worse now than they were then. Is my point. But those guys back then were just these rich fat cats that didn't want to pay the king anymore. They came over here because they wanted to start another country to get rid of them because they wanted to be in charge. So they had all the land. They were landowners. They were rich fat cats, rich old dudes, and they they had their own plantations. And they're basically a plantation is like a small city. You're completely self-sufficient. You grow all your own food. You have your own animals that you slaughter. You, you know, you grow tobacco. You, you make uh, wine and beer. Everything is, it's like, that's why they call it a plantation. It's like a small little teeny city. And you're the king in charge. And they can do whatever it is that they want. So the truth is, if you look back, it, you know, it really is as bad as the Black Lives Matter is trying to paint it. But it, if you look back anywhere and you have the same thing. Because evil people do evil shit. It doesn't matter what time period you're in. Nothing has changed in the psyche of the human mind ever. People are either good or they're bad. It doesn't matter whether we have technology. We are not more advanced right now than the, than the Native Americans were who were here 400 years ago. We're not. We just have technology. They were living with the planet. We're living because of the planet. We're living on it and against it. Everything that we do is wrong. 
and it's harming the planet and us. Okay, so we're not more intelligent than they were because they chose, they knew. It wasn't that they lacked it. They did not have it. They did not need it. And they lived, and, and native people everywhere, the, the Celts did the same thing. The Scottish Celts, the Irish Celts, they did the same thing. The Mongols, everyone on this planet, even the, the Aztecs, they had technology, they had stuff, but they didn't have metal, steel, boxes, and computers, and, and they didn't pave the whole fucking territory. Because they understood the ecosystem and how it worked, and you had to give back to the ecosystem and live within it. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have that many people on the planet, right? Like, when you look at the Aztecs, there's several cities down in the, the Mayans and the Aztecs that had two to five million, two to five million people 4,000 years ago living in the cities. Do you understand? They're no different than us now. None. The difference between us now is the clothes that we wear, we rape the land for, and we rape the land to build these stupid boxes that we live in. Then we have problems because of that, because there's spaces on the walls, critters get in there, animals, bugs, and we have to then, then you get, you know, uh, termites eating the wood. I live, when I lived down south here in California, in the San Francisco Bay Area, I lived in a, in a city called Pittsburgh before I left for Arizona and, and then came back here. My next door neighbor was from Mexico. He had a company, and his company was an exterminating company, and he exterminated them and, and killed all the shit in people's houses. He said, in Mexico, I don't have a job. I said, what do you mean? He says, we don't have the problems with, with rats and, and uh, stuff living in our walls and, and uh, you know, any kind of insects and termites because we don't build our, our houses out of wood. The big major cities do, but everybody else builds their shit out of adobe. Arizona and New Mexico, you can build a house out of adobe there. You don't have to build it out of wood. Many people are. A lot of people are digging in the ground and building houses in, in caves, basically, underground. Because it's like you go in there and it's 72 degrees because you're in the earth. All the heat is up there. <laughs> so it keeps you cool in the summertime and warm in the wintertime because you're down there. It's easy to heat and cool your house. Okay, so getting back to the economic problems now. The the signing of these, first of all, is unprecedented. Over it's forty, it was forty on Friday. I don't know what it is now. We're on Tuesday. I didn't look before I came on. Forty executive orders. Do you know how many executive orders Donald Trump signed? Four. Four. Do you know how many? And that was in one term. Do you know how many executive orders um, uh, uh, Junior Bush signed in twelve years or in, in eight years? I'm sorry, in eight years, he signed one. Barack Obama in 12 years. How many did he sign? Does anybody know? Raise a hand. He signed six in 12 years. Okay. Joe Biden has signed more executive orders than every president from 1977 until now has signed combined. He did that in six days, seven days. I'm sorry, eight. Nine if you count that I counted Friday. Nine days. So is he going to govern that way from here on out? Do we have four years of executive orders? Now, that is beyond taxation without representation. He's making laws. He's running the government, bypassing all the other forms of government. He's bypassing the House. He's bypassing the Senate. And, he try, and he's trying to bypass the judiciary system. But there, that one, everybody is suing for to stop him 
this pipeline shutdown that he just did, that's going to be in the courts. And that's going to be overturned. They're, they're going to sue for all 40 of them to overturn them. Now, do I agree that we need to get off fossil fuels? 100% we need off fossil fuels. We need off of anything that is not a renewable energy. Fossil fuel is not a renewable energy. It's only there until it runs out. It doesn't replenish. Well, it does, but it takes a fucking million years. Okay, so we need to, we need to get off of fossil fuels at some point. But batteries are not the way. Batteries are a temporary fix, but it's going to be just as bad. Let me explain why. Batteries break down at a certain point, and they can't be recycled. They're all full of acid. It's nothing but a they, – they expand. I know this because I had battery-operated golf carts where I worked for the last 10 years in construction. And the golf carts I inherited were already 20 or 30 years old, 30 years old, 20 years old at least. The batteries were all like bloated and I had to replace all the batteries. You can't recycle all of that at that point. You can take the acid out of it and use the acid, but the cells are now biohazard and the plastic containers that they're contained in is biohazard. You have to clean it to wash it all out. What you're washing out is a biohazard. It's the acid. Okay. You can't recycle the acid 100% and you can't recycle the plastic after it's been sitting with all that acid on it. Okay, unless you turn it into like a grocery bag, but you still have a biohazard that is that is a product of that. So if we have all the cars and everything that we drive and get rid of the combustion engine, and then we start figuring out they've already they've already got race cars that are all, all electric, but they gotta they gotta pull in and hop out of the car and jump into another car just like it because they they claim you don't have a perpetual engine to you can't recharge your car while you're driving the car with an, I don't understand why you can't do that. Right. When I was a kid, we had the little thing that hooked on the, uh, on the back of your bicycle and it had a little turbine that went up against your uh, tire. And as you rode, you generated power that, that ran the, the, uh, a little light on your, on your, uh, up on the front of your bike and on the back of your bike. So people could see you. Okay. You start your car and your car generates enough power to run itself, but it burns oil, fossil fuels again, and gasoline to stay running. So I believe there's a way around that, but I'm not going to help them because they'll turn it into a weapon. I have theories. I've been working on it since I was in college. Okay. Perpetual engines are real. I've seen them. I built one. They do work. Okay. So it is possible to generate enough power to run your electric engine without having to have a bunch of batteries. You just need a starter mechanism, just like you do in the internal combustion engine. Okay. So, so we can go that route, but we have to then not rely on a battery to run it. You have to rely on a generator that you start with one battery, like we do the internal combustion engine. So we keep that carbon footprint where it is, but eliminate the oil, right? It most most everything that runs metal, you have to have oil there because of the friction. The friction will cause the metal to bind up. So if we're going to build our vehicles, we still, we're still we're getting rid of the gas, and then we're adding batteries that we have to recharge, but the rest of the engine has to be the same. That's useless. That's pointless, and it's stupid. Okay? Other than we're getting off of, of fossil fuels. But we're still creating a bigger problem. It's just like here in the United States, especially in California, they've gotten rid of the standard incandescent light bulb because it was inefficient, 
right? They have all the new new bulbs that are far more efficient. We're going to LED, which is better. But the problem is that we can't dispose of half of the light lights that we have anymore. You can't, you know, we have the big tube lights, they have mercury in them. Right? You had the little spring light that had the little spiral, was mercury in those. Right? And we can't get rid of them. Why is it that we can't get rid of the batteries? They can't recycle the batteries. So we have to turn them in as hazmat. Okay, that tells you something. You have a battery in your remote control, and when that goes bad, you can't throw it in the garbage. If you do and you get caught, you can get in trouble for that because it's hazardous waste. So you're supposed to send it to a place where they can try and recycle the stuff out of it, but they're not going to. They're going to bury it in the ground. Okay? So the money is going to be in finding out how to recycle that stuff fully. And if not, we have to create something. That's why they're looking at solar. The problem with solar is that it doesn't generate enough power because nobody's looking into the science with the idea of we're going to fucking die if we don't fix this. No one's doing that. Okay. And that, so if you're going to, if you're going to look at something to get us off something that's renewable, because the only thing that is there that you have is, is the, the actual panel that you've built when that doesn't work anymore and breaks down, then you get rid of it. And that's just glass with, with silver and, and a few other chemicals paint on it. Okay. And filaments to, for the electricity. And, th and that's good. So the footprint is, will be a lot smaller. But the problem with solar is they can't regulate it and make money off of it. So they don't want to go down that road because it's free energy. Okay. So all these people that are, you know, making billions and trillions and billion, trillions and trillions of dollars on the fossil fuels don't want that to go away. They don't want you to have to not be able to use oil anymore. They don't want you to not use. We can run on water. They have vehicles that run on water. Okay. But they don't want that because, again, you can go to your tap and boop, fill it up your car. They can't regulate it and charge it for it to you. Right? Right. Julie says the answers are known and proven. Let me put it up on the screen over here. The answers are known and proven. Right? There's just no money in free energy. This is exactly what I was saying. You're absolutely right. So everything comes down to money. Always. So. The, the problem then would be what? Money. What we need to start thinking about, and this is what they don't want us to think about, we need to start thinking about ideology like Ubuntu, which is a moneyless society. We don't need it. Money is just there because of greed for wealth. It gives the elites power and has them believing that they're better than us because they have money. Pardon me while I take a drink of my coffee. We humans drink bitter water, and we like it, and we enjoy it, right? It's brown, bitter water. I like it. I like caffeine. Okay. So the problem isn't the technology, but it is. But the biggest problem is money, okay? We need to start thinking about getting off of money. That's one of the reasons why they had to get uh, uh, Trump out of office. I know some of you hate him. The, one of the main reasons is that he vowed in his second term to take America back onto the gold standard, which meant we can't just print money willy-nilly. It means we have to balance the budget in everything, which takes away all of the deep state's secret money that they just print. Okay? Because now they actually have to have real money, because money 
then our dollar is the way it was prior to 1948. It is written on the gold and silver that we own as a nation collectively. And that gold and silver has to be stored somewhere because it's tangible and real. They don't want that because, I mean, look what they're doing. They're just signing money. They're just printing it. I wrote a book about it. I wrote a whole book, how to get, how to get out of debt in the 21st century. And most people don't like it when I, when I read it to them because they can get out of debt, but it means that you have to change the way you are. You have to play the game properly. I was explaining this to my sister about restoring credit. I have a bankruptcy. I had to I, I had to file bankruptcy. It sucks. I married a woman who had massive debt. It became my debt because I'm Mr. quote unquote finger finger quotes. So in this society, Mr. you know is now part of the debt. You're married. So we file bankruptcy and I have a bankruptcy on my on my credit. That's not actually a bad thing. People don't realize that. Right. Donald Trump, everyone goes, he filed bankruptcy like seven times. Smart man. Not that many times. He's done it like four. He's smart. Gets rid of all your debt. You don't owe it anymore. And now you just build your credit back. You can't file, uh, to, to you know, again for bankruptcy. And I think they have it for 11 years now. It used to be seven. And now it's not making it even. They're trying to stretch it out as far as they can. Because now they got you. So everybody will give you a loan. Everybody will give you a credit card. Right. To get good credit. This is the other thing. We need to get rid of credit because it's money. It's fake, just as fake as our dollar bill is. Faker, in fact. With credit, to have good credit, you have to be in debt. But you you can't be in large debt. You have to be in small debt, but you have to have many of them. Right? So you can't just have one credit card. You have to have three or four or five. But you can't have more than $100 charged on each one of those or starts lowering your credit score. And you have to make a payment of each one of those every single month because that's what your credit score is based on. The debt that you have over time that is not out, you aren't making any late payments that you are showing, I have all this debt, but it's not really big because it's small debt stretched out between five or six credit cards. I have the income into my bank and I am paying money on each one of those credit cards, but I also don't allow the debt to get to zero. Why is that important? Because our entire economy is based on that lie. Okay. All of this money that they're writing, these checks, and they're just sending it out, they either borrow that from another country or, more importantly, they borrow this from you. You don't know that. That's how it works. They borrow it from you and I. We owe the government all the money that they're printing to give to us. And we don't owe just owe it once, we owe it twice. You guys don't understand that. If you did, you wouldn't allow them to do what they're doing. Okay. Joe Biden raises the the and, and I'll let me finish that and then I'll talk about minimum wage. Okay. So what happens is they print the money. It becomes a, a legitimate thing. They don't they don't print like that that amount of cash, right? But they put it on a computer, right? That's why they love the electronic deposit. Because they don't actually have to tangibly make the dollar bills that add up to the whatever it is, the incentive that goes to you. Okay. But we owe that money back. And to pay for that money, it costs that money plus that money. That's the way it's set up so that this society stays going. We all have to be in debt. There has to be a deficit. Right. And when there's not, 
no one can really know about it. When the Clintons were in office, they taxed everybody to death, and we ended up with a surplus. That means that we have more money coming into the federal government than we have going out, and we've paid off all the loans to anyone in the world that we borrowed it from, China, England, wherever we borrowed the money, and we also have paid back the money that we borrowed off of our labor that we had to pay back with our taxes. But instead, now that it's done, they didn't stop. They kept taxing everyone anyways at a higher tax rate than we had money uh, going out so that they collected extra money. They collected extra money because that way they had money to play with. But they didn't spend any of that money because they wanted to keep getting more and more and more and more and more. So they were still borrowing money and making us pay that money back, but they already had that money. Do you understand that? That's the reality of what happens when you pay off the deficit. Because the truth is, if you don't keep creating the deficit, the system breaks down. It crashes. That's why if they don't like us hoarding money. If we hoard money and don't spend it, the system will die because it's reliant on you, me, and everybody else trading money to everybody else by being business as usual. That's why when 9-11 happened, George Bush Jr. came out and said, you guys just need to relax and go about your lives because he knew that that was the economy. The economy is all of us actually spending money, doing things. That's why in this lockdown, they immediately made sure that we could spend money on the internet. The internet companies are making trillions and trillions of dollars a day. It's keeping the economy running. If we all stopped buying all the shit on the internet and said, I'm not going to buy anything until the fucking stores open, we would, COVID would end tomorrow. Not kidding you. Okay. This vaccine that they have, that they put out, has already stopped most of the deaths. They're almost at zero. They're just not reporting that to you. Look it up. Go to the CDC, the most corrupt place on the planet. They can't hide from the facts. Look it up. They keep saying, well, the numbers are going down of deaths. Wow. No, it's it's zero nationwide. Everybody that's in the hospital that's going to die, they get a fucking shot, and it's cured him. That wasn't made possible by Joe Biden. That was made possible by Donald Trump. They're going to eventually try to slide that in and say that that was all Joe Biden. Watch how they try to change history. Guaranteed. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, their credit shouldn't be where credit's due, but Joe Biden's not doing anything. He's not doing anything at all to, 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 to hurry things up. Every state that was run by Democrats purposely fucked off and slowly was giving out the shot on purpose until Joe Biden got in office. And then they all did exactly what all the Republican states were already doing. We need to get this vaccine out to every pharmacy everywhere. Then we need to set up places in parking lots and just get, get people inoculated as soon as we can. No one did that. I'm in California. We're recalling Gavin Newsom. I voted for it. I'm going to vote for it again. We're voting for, to get rid of the mayor of, of Sacramento as well. They're both Democrats, and they horribly, horribly are destroying the state. The people in this state are standing up. We're tired of this. We know that the coronavirus is crap, right? I mean, is it deadly? Yes. It, but it's no more deadly than any other coronavirus. Look that up. They're gonna, now they're going to flag my, because I said that, they're going to flag me as, as uh, uh, you know, conspiracy theories. Okay, right. So then Cheryl says uh, the COVID lockdowns and losing businesses all together. Let me put this on the screen so you guys can see it while I read it to you. And those of you who are on the MP3 file, I have to read it to you. The COVID lockdown, lockdowns and losing businesses all tied together. Uh, uh, it's to the uh, usher is to usher in the new world order, NWO. 
they want all the digital currency with banks so that they can shut off your money if you don't come to their agenda. Agreed. Agreed. So they're trying to get rid of cash, right? When when the whole COVID thing hit, did any of you go to the store and try to use cash? They were like, oh, no, we can't give you change. We have a shortage of change. What? A shortage of coins in America. Why? Because how the money works is by regulating the cash flow. This is what I was talking about before. The dollar is, and this is where we're going to segue into the, the national um, um, wage for, for everybody, the minimum wage. And I'm going to explain that. Everybody says, we need more money. We need the minimum wage. Okay. How the American dollar works is just like the stock market. If there's too many of them out there, the price of it goes down because there's all kinds everywhere. Anyone can get them. So the more money that you print, the less value it has. So they're devaluing the American dollar. The American dollar today, this is not a joke. You can look this up. The American dollar right now in 2021, February of 2021, is worth five cents. Five cents if you were to go back in time to 1869, one nickel. That's what it translates to. The amount of money that was on the market back in 1869 had our dollar 95 cents stronger per dollar than it is today. That's not a lie. I'm not making that up. You can look that up. They've been deregulating the the American dollar forever. Every time there is a raise in the national wage, all companies just raise the prices of everything to augment that. They offset it. So your fifth, your, he says it's going to $15 an hour. That means your fast food restaurants, which already went up uh, when I first came back to the state because of a raise wage, raise hike. It went from like $8 or $7 to 10, right? So everything went from your meal deal being $6.99 to $8.99. So now if we're jumping up to $15, your $7 to $8.99 meal deal is going to be $12 to $15. When you used to go to a restaurant, you used to get a $10 plate. Those $10 plates went to 12 and 15. Now they're going to go to 17 and 19. Do you understand? Alcohol was $5.99 a six-pack for, for uh, Budweiser. Now it's $10. It's going to be $15. So your 30-pack, which was $15, is now going to be $20 or $25. They just raised the prices of everything to keep all of us at the same level. When I was a kid and went into the work market, Ronald Reagan was the president of the United States when I turned 18. I made $2.50 an hour. That $2.50 an hour went further than when I was making $13 an hour at my last job. Do you understand that? I was priced out of the state of California because I didn't make enough money, but that $13 an hour in Arizona, I could get into a house myself. Okay, the house that my wife and I had that we that we just got rid of in Arizona was a four bedroom, well, three bedroom because we converted one. Well, it was an office, so four bedrooms, right? Two full bath, vaulted ceilings with a two car garage with a front yard and a backyard, right? The rent for that, if we were to rent it out to people or lease it out to people, was fifteen hundred and fifty dollars a month. That house was only worth $178,000 in the state of Arizona. That house in the state of California would be $500,000 to $700,000. And the rent would be five to seven, maybe even $10,000 a month. 
Do you understand? So it, it depends on where you, it's a desert. No one wants to live there. That's the truth. But the truth is it's not that bad. It's actually a nice place. Is it hot outside during the day? Yeah, but you have air conditioning. And if you don't, you're stupid. You're going to die. You have to. So you have air conditioning. Otherwise, it's a great place. It's just like anywhere else. It's, but there's less people there and everything's fucking cheap because nobody wants to be there. So here's here's so so what they do is they raise the rates. You gonna want more money, then they just raise everything, the price of everything, and now your money goes just as far, and you go, I want more money. That devalues the dollar. Every time we ask for more money and they raise the prices of everything, the dollar is worth less. Because the, the inflation goes up, it never goes back down. You never see them lowering the prices and people saying, Well, I'm making too much money, we should lower the price. You don't. So eventually in this country, you're gonna be making ten thousand dollars an hour. But a loaf of bread is going to cost $10,000. So it doesn't work. That's not how it works. If you want if you want to have your wages go up and have it worth more, you have to stop the inflation to augment it. But you also have to, we have to get back on the gold standard so that they can't fluctuate the dollar because it's worth what it's worth. Then it's worth what gold is worth. Do you understand? And you have to have a certain number. That's why coin shortage, quote unquote, with the finger quotes, happened when COVID happened, because when they picked up all the money, they take it out of circulation. That's how they keep consistently. They, that's, why they, that's why they put uh, numbers on dollars. That's why they have a serial number, because they need to know how many are in, in circulation, and they keep inventory of it, because when they get it back, they inventory them and then burn them or shred them. They shred them and burn them. Okay. And that keeps them out of uh, circulation. Then they print new ones when they need it and send that out. They do the same thing with coins. When the coins get older, they re recycle them. That's why there's a date on them. They know how many they made, how many they minted, and, and, and what the date was. They do that so that they keep inventory. So when they get them from the banks, when people spend them and take them to the banks, people take their deposits from their stores. They have all this loose change, so they take it into the bank. The bank takes it and, and you, it gives you new ones. Do you see? When you order stuff, you go and you get new ones. You never get old coin from the bank. It's all new ones minted that year because they're taking everything else out of circulation. So what they did was they took everything out of circulation and, and reminted it, melted it down and reminted it so that there weren't in circulation. So there was a coin shortage. They did that on purpose. Right. Oh, see, Julie said we lived in the high desert of uh, California for years and I loved it. Yeah. Right. And, it's, you know, that's a high desert down there, 1400 feet up where I was at Queen Creek, Arizona. I was 45 minutes southeast of, of Phoenix, Arizona, down on the on the desert floor, not up on the on the rim, down on the desert floor. And it was 125 degrees in the summertime, not every summer, but it fluctuated between 112, 113 to 120. Uh, and it just would stay that way for a month, you know, two months, three months at a time. But it's not that bad as long as you're not caught out in it. Right. Well, you're not caught out. I came back to California. I got so used to being in Arizona. Uh, this is a funny story. And then we'll get back to the economics. Uh, but I came out here to California. It was a hot day and we were visiting family and they were going to a water uh, place, you know, water park. And I reached into the to the ice chest to pull out a soda and I started rubbing it all over, rolling it around on my shirt. And people said, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, I said, Jack, I live in Arizona. I'm not going to waste this nice cold water. In Arizona, you don't waste this. You put it on you. It's going to evaporate in 10 minutes, but it's going to cool you down while it does that. You don't just take it and do this and let it fall on the ground. 
I'm like, you guys have no idea. You waste so much energy trying to stay cool when you just got to know. And I took the can and put it on my forehead, rolled it across. My wife comes over. She grabs a can. She's rubbing it on herself, putting it on her head. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she opens it. And everyone's like, does everybody do that in Arizona? We're like, if you don't, you're stupid. <laughs> if you don't, I'm in the house. If I'm in the house and there's an ice chest and I pull out a bottle of water or a soda, I rub it on my shirt. It doesn't matter. The, the temperature is so hot even outside that the evaporation rate inside happens quickly. That's why you have to stay more hydrated. Anybody, you know, like, like Julie living in the high desert, you understand that's a different kind of heat than it is, you know. Okay, so back to uh, current events. Okay, so now Angela says, let me put this up on the screen, and I'll read it to you guys on the MP3 uh, side. Angela says, uh, the new world order is to lower the population. Yes, that's, we'll get into that. How about we get into that, right? We'll run down that rabbit hole. Uh, the population level or wipe out the population to restart a new human race. That, that's a good point, and we'll, we'll run off of that. Uh, it says, look at other civilizations before us. This is repeated, uh, is a repeat of new civilization cycle. Yes. Uh, this has been done, it's been going on for billions of years. Yes. Uh, so we must be close to the end of our cycle. We're already late past the cycle. We were supposed to, the people here were supposed to ascend, um, but they've been stopping that and just resetting it over and over. Uh, and they've been keeping the population down. Uh, but there's been a population explosion uh, between uh, 1980 and now. Um, people don't realize that. Um, we All the time before that, the population of the planet was never over 2 trillion people. Okay? Uh, it, it, was, it was kept... Well, we, we don't know. I had this conversation with my brother. He and I are both um, uh, ministers. And we were talking about this because people bring up these questions about exactly what we're talking about, Angela. I'm glad you brought this up. Because they are, in fact, doing that, but they've been stopped recently by doing that. We'll get into that in a minute because some of you are probably going to leave because I'll start talking about aliens and shit like that and the and the in the you know the uh, uh, coalitions up there and the coalitions down here, which some of you will go, okay, you lost me now. I'm out of here. That's okay. So uh, we won't go to there right, right now, but we're gonna. Okay. So what they've been doing is keeping the population lower, and you don't really know when you look at prehistory. You don't really know because, like, say, for instance, when when um, Alexander the Great conquered the world, it was the known world. The known world was everything that is Europe and Asia. Okay, they didn't know any of the Americas, so we had the entire continent of North America, Central America, and South America, where there was obviously people living there at the time. So we don't know the exact population of those people combined on the planet, but we can we can kind of extrapolate when you look back and see how many people were at these different Mayan and Aztec cities. And, and you could tell by what their agriculture looked like, the, so how much food they were processing, how much water they were processing to know that how many people they needed to feed. And that's how we get the idea of there was like two to five million people in this city and two million in that, about a million and a half in that, because we understand the mathematics of agriculture, right? Uh, so we can apply that and we can figure that out. But we have to find the ruins. We have to find those civilizations to prove they were there to then look at what their need was. Right. So when we are finding that's why it's very important for us to find this stuff. So let's just say that we were at two trillion people for for most of the time. OK, that we'll just run that as a number. It could be more, it could be less. Right. But let's just say that that was what was on the planet. They wanted to keep it less than that. I mean, if you look at R.J. Christian's uh, monolith that they put up, they say five hundred and sixty five thousand people is more than enough. You don't need any more than that. Right. And that's to keep them all as slaves and all that kind of crap. So there's a lot of organizations out there that are trying to do just that. Okay. And then anybody like me 
who is a free thinker and understands this, and you who knows this fact, we're target number one because we're spreading that knowledge to people. Knowledge is the is the ultimate power in this world and the universe, not money. It's knowledge. What you know, what you what you can harm the rich with is that's why they're stifling people for their for what they're saying. That's the very first thing a communist regime does. Anyone who is dissent, anyone who is speaks out against them has to be eliminated immediately. Stifled, erased, made fun of, discredited, and then ultimately locked up in prison. Okay? And that's what they're starting to do now. And anyone, go to anyone, if you're an American, you're born here, find someone who is not from America and talk to them. They're going to tell you this is a scary moment, especially Asian people, okay? Arab people, right? And anyone over the age of, of 60 that is of German descent, Jewish descent, <laughs> okay? They're going to tell you what's happening here and that it's scary. I went to take my mom to get her hair cut about six months ago now before they really locked us down really hard. And I'm going to take her soon because she has a ponytail now. That's how long it's been since my mom has had a haircut. The people there were Chinese. It's two women. And they were scared to death. Oh, my God. They're scared to death that if Donald Trump doesn't win, this country is going to turn into a communist country because the Democrats are turning it into a communist country. They know because they fled from China because of the same thing. Okay. My friend who is a buddy of mine who's married to a Vietnamese woman, she fled Vietnam for the same thing. She's scared to death that we're going to turn into a communist country. Okay. My, my other friend who's married to a Vietnamese, or I think she's Filipino, they're leaving. They built a house in the Philippines and they're leaving this country because of this. Okay. I have another friend that lives in the Philippines as well. And he grew up in America. He left because he saw this coming about 10 years ago. And he's been trying to get me to leave ever since I met him five years ago. Right. And I'm going to leave. I'm going to have to. Eventually, you're going to have to. Otherwise, we're going to have to turn this in. You know, it, it's going to end up being split. We're already discussing things, calling states free states and non-free states. Okay. And that's because it's true. That's why we're recalling Gavin Newsom, the governor of the state right now because of the Democrats' lockdowns that are unnecessary and don't need to happen. The lockdown, let me explain how herd immunity works. Herd immunity doesn't work because everybody gets a vaccine, okay? COVID-19 is not a disease that you cannot fight off without a vaccine. You can fight it off without a vaccine if you bump up your immune system and catch it fast enough. Those people like myself who have other autoimmune problems, I have COPD, I have asthma, and I'm type 2 diabetic. I'm a very high risk. If I get it, I have to be very, my immune system has to be very good. And so I boost my immune system and that of my mother's because she has congenital heart disease, COPD as well. Okay. My sister has COPD really bad. And I think she has asthma, but I'm not sure. But she also, you know, she's been uh, intubated before and almost died. They were going to pull the plug on her. And her daughter said no. And my sister somehow pulled out her own freaking uh, tube and, and like woke up. Which most people don't do. Once they intubate you, they pump you with so much drugs, you have to be an ex-drug addict to, to get out of it. That's right. Cheryl says, vitamin D3, zinc, and C. A fuck ton of those. Yes. Um, friends of mine, in fact, my ex-wife's niece, her whole family got sick. And I immediately said, they need to go on two grams of, of vitamin C. That's, that's, that's 4,000 milligrams 
Yes, 4,000 milligrams. Uh, a minimum, everybody, half in the morning and half at night, they need to immediately get on vitamin D3, and it has to be 5,000 IUs or higher. 10,000 would be good. You can't overdose on vitamin D3. And then zinc, and zinc you can overdose on if you have too much. It's like iron. You can overdose on it. But you can do like 100 milligrams or 200 milligrams in a day for a short time period. And do it now. And she believed me, and she ordered that shit. And nobody died, and they got over it. It didn't take very long. The bad symptoms, of course, went away very quickly, and then they were fighting off a flu bug. That's all it is. But if it overwhelms you and your system, your system starts to break down. It's just like AIDS. AIDS is autoimmune deficiency syndrome. That's what happens with COVID, COVID-19. What they're calling COVID-19 is, is used as that term, quote, unquote, with a finger quotes here, because they don't want to use the word AIDS because that scares everybody. Because everybody thinks that AIDS is a death sentence. It's not. It's not. What happens is the same thing. Okay. When you get, uh, uh, when you get uh, uh, any disease, if, you, if it overwhelms your uh, body's ability to fight off anything, you'll die from a cold. Okay. And that's what COVID-19 does. It overwhelms your immune system. And most Americans are deficient in vitamin C, deficient in vitamin D, and don't take any or hardly any zinc. Those three things combined with lots of water and food kill off and then you know uh something for your headache if you have one stop this this virus because it's just a virus okay so herd immunity this is how herd immunity works now herd immunity now think about this herd immunity is the reason the human race is alive dating back to the first second we were anything okay herd immunity works by people getting sick and then they survive whatever it is. So if it's a disease that you can't survive, you need a vaccine because you will die without the vaccine, right? Type 2 diabetes. If it goes into type 1, my glands don't work. I no longer produce insulin. I have to take shots or a pump to be alive. That's a disease, okay? If I smoke too much, I get congenital heart disease. That means my, my heart is worn out and it doesn't work right and I'm prone to have a heart attack. That's because I did damage to it. That is a disease. Alcoholism is not a disease. You can quit. But you can die from it, so they, they label it a disease. Because if you drink too much alcohol too often, your body breaks down, and eventually you die. Right? I drink every day. My uncle did the same thing from the time he was 16 or 17 when he joined the, uh, the Army during World War II, just right after that. And he drank until he died of old age. <laughs> at 86 no 82 82 or 83 okay he didn't die from uh, his if you have a if you have a fatty liver or you're prone to it you'll get it and so if you drink a lot some people are prone to get it i mine i drink every day and as long as i don't take narcotics i don't have a fatty liver the second i take a narcotic i have a fatty liver so it goes too high so i of course i'm taxing my liver by drinking alcohol every day but i know that and i'm keeping an eye on it Right. So I'm not, you know, I get tested because I drink alcohol. I get tested every three months. And if my doctor says you have a fatty liver, I back off, cleanse my system, and then I go back at it. But I never have to do that because I don't drink enough to where I fall down, pass out, and hurt myself every single day. I drink, I get a buzz, I drink until I'm tired. It takes away all the pain. I sometimes take an aspirin or something because of my arthritis. I feel good. I'm not in any pain. I feel good. I'm going to bed, sleep, wake up the next day, start my life again in pain. I'm in pain all the time. Okay. So 
when your immune system gets overwhelmed, you will die from a common cold. That's why they called it AIDS when people were getting HIV. HIV caused AIDS. HIV overwhelmed your immune system. But we know this now. They, that's why they, they pump up people's immune system and keep it pumped up, and you can live forever when you have AIDS. There was, they were joking about it 20 years ago. One of the comedians was joking about it and said, you know, 20 years in the future, it's going to be like, hey, where'd you go? I didn't see you for a couple of days. All my AIDS acted up. I had to go get a shot. That's what's happening now. Okay? Because people realize that if you boosted your immune system with certain things, that you could fight off almost everything. That's the truth of it. If you cleanse your system of poisons, your body will pretty much regenerate itself. You could live forever by regenerating your body by making sure that you didn't take in toxins. That's where our food is all weaponized, and it's crap, and it's toxic. They're doing that to make us sickly. They want us to die. This is getting back to the agenda of the cabal, okay? They don't like us being here. They don't like me talking to you. They don't like you listening to me. They don't like you who think like me. They want us gone. But what's happened is, here's the thing. What's happened is in 1981, we had, you know, 2.3 trillion people on the planet. Today, we have almost 9 trillion people on the planet. That's only 40 years. We've never jumped that much in the history of the world prior to that. Why is that? Why is that? You got to ask yourself that question. I have the answer, but as soon as I say it, a lot of you are going to go, oh, fuck. Harry went. Right. Those of you who are alive, you agree with me because that's why you're here. You agree with me because you know that what I'm talking about, you're over there going, yep, yep, yep. That's why you're saying the things you're saying in the chat. Right. Because you, you agree with that. Okay. So the truth is, here's, here's the reason. It's because of so many souls. It's not, well, some of the religions in the end times, all of the well of souls will be returned to the planet, all those who have ever lived. But that's, that's saying that we never reincarnate, which is not true. We do. We reincarnate. So why is it that we would have an increase? If we only had 2 trillion people on the planet forever, how did we increase to almost 9 trillion people? Where are the new ones coming from? That's weird, right? Well, there would be double that amount because from what I've got gathered from psychics who talk to their spirit guides, that when you die, you wouldn't come back for 100 years. That way you, you wouldn't be uh, um, you know, running into your the people who know you or whatever. Uh, so... You come back 100 years later, so all the people that died, there was always being somebody born. So I would say there was probably double that population. So 4 trillion people were on the planet for probably the last billion years or so. That's still, that's a doubled. That's doubled in 40 years. The reason for that is that what is called the wanderer. And some people are calling them walk-ins. Right, A walk-in is different than what mainstream thinks a walk-in is. Right, people, they're, 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 they're not understanding the difference between a wanderer and a walk-in, so they're calling a walk-in. Let me explain to you what a walk-in is. Some of you know this, but I watched a program when they were like, all oh, all these walk-ins, and what they're saying a walk-in is is someone who's not from here who has come in. That's what a wanderer is. I'm a wanderer. I'm not from this planet. I didn't graduate from this planet. I wasn't invented on this planet. I came from somewhere else. I was already past this three-dimensional life. My soul is in 4D or 5D, and that doesn't mean the the D that we experience here. Okay, there's a difference between this reality and and the spiritual reality. Okay, three-dimensional life can have uh, five-dimensional spirituality. Okay, but not four-dimensional or five-dimensional reality. That is a place. 
A 4D place is a 4D place. It's not me plus my mind and my spirit. No, that's still in the third dimension. That's just your spirit rising closer to the fourth dimension. But it's a but it is a level 4D and 5D, 6D. That is a level within this octave. This octave ends where that octave begins. So it's a different reality. It's happening right here around us. And we can't see it because we're not vibrating at that reality. There's already people here on Earth that don't look exactly like us, but they're very similar to us. And they call this place Earth. And it's a metropolis just like Earth is now, but we're in two different phases of the time uh, displacement. So we're displaced by our vibration. That's where we go next. Do you understand? So people came down. I think, you well, if you're listening to me, Danny, Danny said, I, I think I'm a wanderer also. If you're here, you are. Because I'm the, the show that I do mostly, that's why I do it mostly on Friday and I don't mix it in with the news as much. But today I went there because it seems like those of you who are here are also the people that are on, on my Friday show. And I know some of you personally, and you guys are, in fact, wanderers. So if you're still here listening to me now, you're here because you were drawn to me and what I was saying. If you are, it's because I am a beacon. That's one of the things that I do here. I'm a wanderer. I have come back to help. Okay. There are trillions of us on this planet. Some have come back just to go through this again because we are at the end times. We are because there's enough of us. That's why they can't just kill us all off. They've tried. They can't just bump me off. That's why they have to erase us now off the internet. That's why they're trying to get control, total control, so that anybody who speaks like me, they'll just kick me off the internet. We're not allowing that to happen. Okay. We're, we're teaching people that your thoughts are more powerful than you understand, okay? If you think, oh, I have cancer and I'm fighting off cancer, your body is going to say, oh, I have cancer. Okay, I'll keep having cancer so that you can fight it off. Do you see? So you have to change, all of us have to change the way we perceive ourselves and the planet and what's happening, okay? Here's, here's a perfect example. People say, oh, man, this planet's going to hell in a handbasket. If you think that, this planet's going to go to hell in a handbasket. So the more you propagate negative things, this is why they do that on the news over and over. Impeach Trump, impeach Trump, impeach Trump, treason, 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 impeach, treason, impeach, treason. They said uh, impeach Donald Trump in one day on one channel more than 300 times in a 24-hour cycle. Every day for four years, they had a minimum of 300 times of saying that same word. It's because if you say something enough, it becomes something. They're projecting that into you and everyone else that listens without you knowing it. It's the same thing when you say, what can we do? We can't do anything. They own everything. No, they don't. They want you to think they do. See, we all have to change. Bill, welcome, buddy. I haven't seen you for a minute. Bill was Bill. I've known for many years. Uh, he used to be an administrator at uh, Ancient Aliens Worldwide, which is a, a group that I created that I'm not really doing anything with. I let the people run it. Um, that are there. I'm too busy doing this, but he's also uh, an administrator for many different groups and pages that are uh, talking about the same thing that we're talking about now. So welcome, Bill. We're talking about uh, aliens now. We were talking economics, but now, Bill, we're talking about um, being here and, and, you know, wanderers and, right? So uh, Bill said, uh, I should be positive and, and don't give up there. Yeah. You always need, I'll put that up on the screen for those of you who can see that. Uh, you have to be positive with everything. The world depends on us humans, Bill also said. So and it's the truth. We need to see the reason why they can't kill us now is because we won't let them. We don't, we don't 
we don't give them that power anymore. They don't have the power to do that because there's more of us than there are of them now. Do you see? It's already the, 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 uh, the what you guys don't understand is the good versus evil is not 50-50. There's not 50% evil people and 50% good people. There's 80% good people and 20% evil people. That's the truth of it. You just have people that are kind of in there in between a little bit, and that's because they're making us all opportunists, and they're trying to propagate that to make us be evil. And, uh, and, and you know, the, here's, here's the, whole, the whole, this shows you how hard it is to be good compared to how hard it is to be evil. Um, to, to graduate on the evil side, you have to be 99 or 95% evil or better, which is kind of high, and it's kind of hard if you think about it. But it's not really because that equality to that on the good side is for you to graduate on the good side, you only have to be 51% good. That's how hard it is to achieve that. It's not 95% good. It's only 1% over halfway, over 50-50. Eh, that's how hard, that's hard to achieve. People don't understand that. It seems askew the other way, but it's not. Up is down and down is up. You have to understand that. Right. And yeah, never, ever give up, Cheryl says. Right. Let me put that up on the screen for those of you who aren't in the chat. You can see that. Those of you on the MP3 podcast, you couldn't see that. So I had to read that to you. And she said, I'm going to stay as well. Put her hands up or praying. It means the same thing. Okay. So we need to, that's the secret. You guys, I don't know if you're old enough. Those of you who are old enough, you remember the secret when they did that whole series in the books and the, in the tapes. All of that is true. I remember when that happened, my brother looked at me and said, dude, that's all the stuff our dad's been teaching us our whole life. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? And it was true. You have to, you know, uh, Marie Osmond uh, quoted her mother by saying, her mother told her that we spend the second half of our lives fixing all the damage done to us in the first half, if we're lucky, if we realize that. And that's the truth. The society pounds on you from the second that you're born, telling you can't do this, don't do that, can't do this. Your parents even do that because they're stuck in that system. That's why when people are, you know, new millennium kids, millennial kids, they're like, oh, my God, the parents ruined them. They're so spoiled rotten. They just think that they are entitled to everything on the planet. That part is, is wrong. But if you look at their outlook on life, they're not stuck in the system. I don't watch the news, man. I don't watch TV. I'm on the Internet. Right. I don't, I don't listen to the news. I don't even watch the news on the internet. Millennials don't care about that. It's not important to them. Well, you know, those of us who are involved in that would say, well, wait, it is important because if you don't get involved, then they're just going to do, and here I go propagating the negative. Do you understand? By buying into that and saying, if you don't pay attention, they're going to run you over, which they will do. But the truth is, if everybody thinks like them, no, they just don't have the power. Who's this guy? Who are you? I don't acknowledge you. They don't have any power. Oh, well, I, I have power. They have to come at you physically and arrest you. Now, that's why you see people being defiant that way and saying, I'm not part of your laws. I'm a citizen of the world, and I'm just traveling in my car. Well, then they take them to jail because they have to. Because they have to punish them for not and try and beat them back into Wait, you have to abide by what I say because I'm in charge. I put myself there. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I got you guys to vote for me. <laughs> That's right. Cheryl said, love wins. Right? A great man once said, all you need is love. Wrote a song about it. They killed him for it. He was a wanderer too, by the way. So what a walk-in is, is what happened to Lincoln. Okay? Here's the difference between a wanderer and a, a walk-in. 
Okay. And I didn't get this by making this up from myself. I got this from aliens, from the coalition of planets, the belief of the universe. Okay. Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, his avatar that was in his body, the soul that was occupying his body at his death was not the soul that was occupying his body at his birth. Abraham Lincoln was a tired soul. He was very old and he'd been here for a long time. He wanted to strive and knew that he could, but he was tired and didn't know if he had it and didn't know if he wanted it. So he was praying to God, to the universe, for what to do. And a wanderer heard this and went to him as an angel, basically, and said, here's the deal. If you let me, if you let me move into this body, I will do the things that you are destined to do and become the president of the United States, and you won't have to, and you can go home. Um, because his contract was that he would do just that. Because we sign contracts stating we're going to do certain things and learn certain things. It's the way the universe works. Okay, For us to learn, we decide everything that happens to us in our lifetime and how long it takes, unless what has happened here is the powers that should not be, quote-unquote fingers, powers that should not be, understand how to work the matrix, which is what I'm talking to you about right now. And they do it every day in front of your eyes. Okay, They change the narrative in the matrix and basically have us stuck in a loop. The people on this planet have been stuck in a loop here. Like, you know, we were talking billions of years. We don't know how long. Because it, it, we only find out about it when the souls of the planet that are stuck in that loop over and over and over and over and over and over and over realize it themselves and cry out for help. Then those of us in the rest of the universe hear that and come to aid and come to help. Okay? I know that this cycle that we're in should have ended 75,000 years ago and possibly as far back as 125,000 years. Just this cycle. That was because there was a deluge and they wiped out the planet and started over. Okay, which is what we we're talking about before. So this cycle has long since been supposedly done, but the powers that should not be have been keeping everybody here as slaves so that they can build up their wealth and their technology so they can trade that to other beings in the universe for other technologies. So basically what we're doing to ourselves on this planet, they're doing to the planet to sell technology to other people and us because of what we're capable of. We're being sold as slave labor and food to other races, traded as slave labor and food to other races. These are the atrocities they don't want you to find out about. It. And some of you are going to go, oh, man, and turn me off. That's because you're not ready to hear this information yet. All right. So trillions of us have come here and overwhelmed the system. And we are taking control of the matrix. They can't just murder us all off anymore. That's why they're freaking out and they're going after the internet and trying to fucking get everybody to convince that as soon as you say something that's against what they say, they immediately shame you and erase you. Yeah, labor, food, and sex, Angela just said. Yes. Okay. Sex slaves, absolutely. To other humans, to other races. Okay. So that's why you have these pedophilia rings Right, And you hear the mainstream media call that a complete conspiracy theory, yet you keep hearing of people getting arrested for pedophilia. That's weird, right? Huh. That's bizarre. That's just like I was listening to, I don't know if you guys know who, I think it's John McDonald, the 
the rapper. I posted three of his songs on my personal page. You should check it out. He's a badass. If you don't already know who he is. And in one of his songs, he's talking about everything being up and, you know, up is down and down is up. Right. And so he says like an amoeba, right. Or bacteria is life on Mars, but a heartbeat's not life on planet earth. Hmm. That's weird. Right. Think about that. So it's, it's all about the dollars. It's all about the money. It's all about trade goods. It's all about favors. It's all about technology. That's what it's all about. It's all about adrenal chrome. Watch the movie. Uh, I think it was uh, Mercury Rising. No, not Mercury Rising. That's a different movie. It was uh, it was with uh, Mila Kunis. Um, what was it called? Jupiter Rising. Watch that movie. That's a true story. That's like a documentary. They harvest adrenal chrome, and planet Earth was like a crop of corn, and it, and they would cull them, harvest the adrenal chrome, and sell it. They were the richest people on the planet, elites in the universe owning whole planets. That's the real theory of what's really going on here. Okay. The Draco, the, the lizard people who live here, not all, but most that live in the earth, they live on our fear. The energy, like energy vampires live on our energy when we're sickly and afraid, especially when we're afraid and anxious. How much energy do you think they got from this lockdown of the planet for a world for a whole year? They feed off of that. It fuels them. They become stronger and become just like a vampire sucking your aura or your blood. Yeah, can't for yeah, we can't forget about replacement body parts and organs. Absolutely, right? Angelie said, I like that movie. It's a great movie. If you look at it from the perspective of what I'm telling you about, say, the people trying to free people on this planet and uh, the, the whole ideology of uh, a galactic council out there that's trying to stop an evil galactic council who's trying to take control of this planet for just those reasons, and the fact that people talk about adrenal chrome now and people taking it here. And then you watch that movie, you're going to go, wait a minute. So either everyone based it on that movie? No, because that this was told before that movie was made. So if anything, that movie was based on conspiracy theories uh, told around the campfires. Okay, Because I do the Law of One, which was which was uh, six books that were printed between 1981 and 1984. That movie came out in 1990, what, 2000 and what? Okay, so if anything, that movie was based on, on the law of one, which is true story alien contacting a human through channeling. And I show that on my show. For anybody who says not, it was just Carla making that shit up. It was her ego, okay? So how did she make up shit that we discovered 20 years after she said it that nobody knew was was not even a theory when she said it? I point that out on my show all the time. Okay, so if you don't know, go back into my archives before I uh, get deleted off of YouTube. I have 400 episodes. I know that because I just got an email saying, congratulations, you have just posted your 400th uh, uh, posting on YouTube. Rob, welcome, brother. What's up, bro? What are you doing? You want to come on? I'm by myself. Rob, you want to come on? We're talking about Wanderers and, and the Cabal and everything that's going on. I'm going to send you an invite. If you don't want it, don't take it. Otherwise, we'll get Rob Yonks on here with us, guys. Because I'm, I'm just by myself and I'm rapping. And I, and if you've got a minute, it would be cool to... I'm going to send it to you in uh, Messenger on Facebook, bro, if you want to come on. So I'm over here on, on Facebook now trying to get my messenger up and it's, it wasn't coming up. There it is. All right, hold on. Let me get Rob up here. 
Hello. Hello, McFly. All right, give me a second, guys. Where you at, Rob? There you are. All right, so if you got time, come on. If not, then just ignore my my uh, link here. Because I can't see if you answered me in the chat. Yeah, okay, cool. All right, so uh, I just sent you. So um, 10 minutes, go smoke a cigarette, <laughs> get something to drink, come back. I'll wait for you. All right, guys, so we're going to go on longer because uh, Rob's going to come on here, right? Uh, and he's got his own podcast that you guys should check out. I'll have him link it in when he gets back. Um, but, uh, so the, so get back to the cabal real quick. And then when Rob comes, we'll introduce him and talk about his show real quick. And you guys get a, he gets a plug for that for coming on. And, and then he'll and I will, will continue to, to go on with all this. So wanderers have come to help. Some of them have just come here just to be a positive influence because you don't need to do anything like I'm doing and like Rob does. We're we're one in a um, you know one in a thousand one in a million whatever okay um, we're putting ourselves out there you don't have to do that you can be a silent majority right that rules that does work so not all of us do or have the gift of gab like Rob and I do some people would love to have a talk show but they're not you know they don't have the 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 voice or they don't have the charisma or they're just they don't have the confidence right because everybody's got a podcast these days right uh, some people are afraid to get in front of a camera I've never been obviously afraid to be in front of a camera right so. Um, so just living your life in a positive way fights against bad people, bad things. Okay. And that's no joke. The, uh, there was an, a, an assassin trying to kill Carla. Carla was the person from the LL research group that was channeling raw, trying to kill her from the fourth dimension, occupying the same space she was in there and that she's in here in the th third dimension and trying to, uh, use psychic powers to come through and exploit anything they can to murder her. And it would look like a heart attack or, uh, you know, something else. Right. They did that with me. I was, didn't think that at the time. So it wasn't like I was just making up, man, this is what happened. I've had psychics tell me this when it happened. Okay. Or, or after it happened, I had one warn me while it was happening. And they've attempted my life many times in my lifetime trying to do anything they can do to turn it into something crazy. Like for instance, I have uh, sensitive skin. So, Oh, I'm still sharing my screen from that stupid picture that was up. Uh, sorry. So I have sensitive skin. So I use a soap that is almost pure and stuff like that. No, no perfumes or anything like that because of my body breaks out in hives. I went to use a different deodorant by a different company who I'm not going to name because I didn't sue them because I realized it's not their fault. So I'm not going to name that company to make to try and shame them in any way because they make a good product. But I changed it to they were supposed to have one that was free and clear uh, and not have any sense or anything in it. And I used it and my body freaked out. I ended up getting two cysts in my right armpit and my body freaked out and it ended up being a staph infection in my right armpit. And it swelled up in a matter of three days. The first day I was like, oh, that's got a kind of a lump on both sides here. What is that? That's weird. Kind of hurts. Then the next day, the lump on the left kind of went away, but the one on the right got a little bit bigger. And I thought, I got a better call and make a doctor's appointment. I need to get in as soon as I can. Doctor said, I can't get you in today, but can you come tomorrow? Sure. By tomorrow, it was almost the size of a football, a football, American standard football. Okay. And it was all a pus pocket. And the doctor looked at it. It was red. It was hot. He put a circle around it and said, go directly to the emergency room, do not cross go, do not collect the $200, right? And luckily, my father-in-law was the one that drove me there and we went to the emergency room and I had, I was in for emergency surgery a few hours later with a 2% survival rate. 
2% that I would make it to the table. No, 5% I would make it to the table, 2% I'd make it through the surgery, and 5% that I would, that I would uh, make it after the surgery, that I wouldn't die anyways. I had no idea, right? I just was there, did it, went through it. I lived through it. People later told me that I was, they were trying to assassinate me. Didn't believe that. Went about my life, right? Prior to that, I almost lost my legs in 2012. They wanted to cut my legs off at the knees. I was working uh, in the in the industry and in, in construction. And we took down a tree, and I had it chopped up in the back of uh, my work truck. And I took it to the dumps and the landfill. And I forgot that I put a big stump on top to hold down the, all the branches to weight it down, so I wouldn't be sticking up so high. And I was pulling on the branches. What the hell? I want this thing come. And I, the log rolled down, rolled and hit my feet, rolled up my legs, and like basically rolled over me as I fell backwards. Right. So. Wait, what is this? What are you saying here, Kevin? Kevin Campbell, we should talk on the phone or better face-to-face. I can help you and, and want to know. See, yes, uh, we will. Then make sure that you uh, message me on Instant Messenger on Facebook, and um, we can set up a time. You and I can talk uh, literally either uh, face-to-face or just on the, uh, you know, on Messenger like the phone, uh, and we'll talk. Seriously. Um, so, Uh, so, yes, we will do that, Kevin. Um, sorry, guys. I, I put it up there on the screen for you and read it for those of you who are on the MP3 file. So I uh, rolled over my legs and cut my legs up pretty bad. And uh, I was there by myself. So I, I jumped down, went and got in the truck, looked at it, kind of tried to clean it up as much as I could. And shit, I got to get the rest of the stuff off. Jumped back out of the work truck, drug everything off the truck, got in. Well, all that nastiness that was in the air there got into the to the wounds of my legs. And both of my legs swelled up, and I ended up with a, another staph infection. That, that happened then. And um, then it morphed into this weird flesh-eating bacteria that that was just moving across my legs like a blob on different places. And uh, I would fight it off and boost my immune system, and it would almost go away. And then it would start up again and flare up. And that went on for a while, and I got it to go away. Um, but then it would flare up again, like not too long later, a week, two weeks, a month later, the, cause I had the bacteria in my body and didn't know it. So that went on for a while and my legs got so bad that uh, I went to have the doctor take a look at it. And he drew pens around just below my knees, uh, and said, um, we, you know, we're going to put you on the strongest antibiotic cocktail that we have on the planet. And if there's no improvement by tomorrow, we're going to talk about saving your life. And that was cutting off my legs. But luckily I made sure that that wasn't going to happen. I'm a Reiki master. Right? I'm a Reiki master teacher and I boosted my immune system. I Reiki'd myself and I used every ounce of, of everything I had from the universe and said, no, this is going away and I will be fine. Uh, so the next day it went down like a 16th of an inch and he said, it's progress. 32 days later, um, I was clear of any disease. However, my legs were damaged, deep tissue damage that's still damaged to this day. I have about 25% feeling in my left foot about 38% feeling in my right foot. My legs are almost completely numb and no hair grows. And they're, and they're, if they're, if they're not Brown, they're purple. And if they're not purple, they're white because of scar tissue. And my legs are not smooth anymore. They have pits and valleys still, but they're mine. They still work and I still have them, but that was an attempt on my life. Then come forward in time. Uh, even past that, I had a hernia was high hernia above my belly button. Right. So I was went to the doctor and said, I've had this hernia. It looks like I've had it for a while. Um, what do you want to do? And he says, um, well, we don't usually do anything until your life is, you know, d- dependent on it. And so, you know, we just leave it, kind of leave it until it tries to kill you. Oh, okay. 
So we left it there and uh, it wasn't too, you know, it was a, a while, a little while after that, uh, it decided to strangulate. And I just didn't think anything of it again, you know, and uh, went to the hospital while I was there on the operating table while they're about to put me under a psychic friend of mine popped in and said, hi, are you okay? And I said, oh, this is the gas, right? I'm starting to hallucinate. Why don't I pull her in? And she said, no, I'm here. Um, I brought help. You're being, they're trying to kill you. You're under attack. And so psychically she came to where I was, astral projected. And I thought, okay, this is just me you know, tripping. All right, cool, man. Protect me. I, I got to go because they're going to do surgery. Bye-bye now. You know, out I went. So when I woke up and I was in recovery and then eventually into my room after recovery, you know, you wake up and you're, you took a hit, and you're groggy, you got to breathe and all that shit. And then you get you back into my room, my phone's going off and I look at it and it's her. And she says, how are you doing? I said, oh, I just had emergency surgery. She says, I know. Don't you remember me? I was there in the emergency room. And I said, what? She called me. <laughs> so you're okay? And I'm like, well, yeah, what? I, what? That wasn't a dream. She's like, no, no, I was there. I was there protecting you and I talked to you and I said, I remember that, but I thought it was the gas. I was tripping. Nope. She was there because she had really, I really saw her. She said they were trying to kill you. So what they do is they find something that you have wrong and they try to exploit it and make it worse so that you die from it. Okay. So because of what I do, there was at least those three attempts and I, I've had more, <laughs> right? I've sh I shouldn't be alive as many times as I should be dead. I shouldn't be alive, but I, for some reason I've gotten lucky. Right. And I'm told that I'm that I'm protected so I can do what I do. All right. I'm I'm cool with that. <laughs> right? I'm cool with that. Can they erase me off the internet? Not if I don't want them to, man. I'm not allowing it. So we have to not allow them and give them power. When we give them that power by saying those things, that stuff then becomes. Right? That's how the matrix works. You guys don't realize that, and it's in the Bible. It's in everybody's uh, thing. Yeah, well, you have a purpose too. Bill said you have a purpose. Everyone has a purpose. Even when you don't think you have one, there's a reason that you're here. It's, we're not just a mistake. We weren't just born and we have nowhere blather skating through the, this life because my parents made me and I really didn't give a fuck. That's not true. <clears throat> That's not true. Everything that happens to you is not, is not projected on you by God. Okay, God doesn't hate you and didn't make you poor. You chose that way of life and chose your life no matter how tough it is, you chose that to live through and experience. We are in control of what happens to us. The only difference is when people, because of the chaos theory, because of chaos being one of the laws, we can do anything we want to do. So you can murder, rape, pillage, kill, torture. It's within the rules of what can be done here in this reality. So people do that shit. You're either good or you're bad. You're either evil or you're not, right? So you're, if you're good, then you're in service to others. And if you're bad, you're in service to self. That's just the way it is. If you're a narcissist, you're evil. Admit it to yourself because you are. Because that's what the rules state here. Narcissism is evilism, right? People who are not narcissistic and want to help people are actually good people, okay? So that's their nature. It's, with, it's in your nature, but then you have these people that are trying to change that by making this external ego, the news, the media. Here comes Rob. Welcome. Thank you, sir. All right. So tell everybody about yourself because some people may not know Rob, um, but I'm pretty sure that most of you who are here know him because I'm pretty sure you're friends with him as well. But tell them your, your show, talk about your show, where they, when it's on, 
well, where they can find you, and then we'll get going on the rest of the shit. Okay, plug yourself, brother. You got it. Well, first off, we just started an endeavor called Full Spectrum Network, where we are a internet radio network as of right now. We have a few shows that are going on right now. We have The Seer and The Scholar, which usually runs at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Mondays. Uh, we have Full Spectrum Universe, which is my actual show, which is what pioneered all of this to, you know, all the things that we have going on. And there's also Full Spectrum News now, which is a 30 to 40 minute news blitz of all the news. And what we try and do is we try and take the headlines and what we, we try and basically translate it to what we know. Right. So what we know to be truth. I, I say this a lot to people. And before I go into anything else, there's a difference between truth and fact. Right. Fact is non-negotiable. Right. And then he froze. We'll wait for him to come back. He's frozen, okay. but he's trying to come back. And this is latent, latency's tripping. I don't know if you can hear me, Rob. You froze, and we don't hear your microphone, but um, you're trying to cut in and out. So I don't know if it's me. If I uh, tripped out, I don't think I did, but it could be my internet, so I could be frozen and, and not realize it. Let me find out here. No, I'm still here on the on the air. Yeah, so that's Rob. So he'll have to come back. He'll have to, there he is. There we go. It happens. There you go, brother. They've been, uh, I think they've been trying to suppress my bandwidth because I've been talking a lot of things that they don't like. But, I, you know, I had the same thing. I was talking about that earlier. I had a storm over here and it was messing with my signal, but um, my internet kept logging into the wrong internet. I mean, it was it was getting me on the air, but it was it, it, I couldn't get on to uh, the platform because I have like three different, uh, you know, Ethernet. I have like three different channels: one for the kids, one for your friends, and and the high speed one. I could not get my computer to log onto that high speed one to save my life. Right? I was oh. like, what is going on here, man? And then I'd get kicked off the internet. It was crazy. So yeah, shadow banning is a real thing. You know, I remember back in the day, and I'll let you finish, but I remember when Omar first said that to me about four years ago. I was like, man, you smoke too much pot, bro. There's there's no such thing as shadow That's banning. And then it happened to me, and I was like, fuck, he's not paranoid. This shit's real. Anyway, continue. So like I said, you know, with, with Full Spectrum Network, just to go back a little bit, we've upgraded the soundboard, the mics, the lights, everything. We've done complete studio overhaul to make it more of a professional setting. A nice $500 microphone really makes me sound better, you know, than it did before, although it is in my face. I, I know. I need to upgrade down, I need to upgrade mine. Do you have to eat yours, too? Do you have to have it close like mine is? You don't have to, but I get a really good deep sound when I do it. So that's why See, I do no, it. I'm, well, if I back away from mine, this one, it's, the computer is older, but the guts inside the computer is really like beefed up, and I'm going to beef it up some more. Right, and but the box I'm using with the with the plug-in, the plug-in is old. So, like, watch, I'm gonna back away just a little bit. How do I sound now when I'm talking? You sound you far away. Same yeah. with me when I'm back yeah. Like this, so it's really it's the me. jack. It's not the microphone. The microphone's a good mic, but the jack is shit. And it's just because I have an older box. It, right. This thing's old, but the guts inside are all because I'm I'm a computer guy. I used to build them. So I'm gonna upgrade this one as it is and put in a 64-bit processor because I have one. I just nice. haven't done it yet. Right. So nice. now I can process even faster than I am now and I can do a lot more shit. Anyway, go ahead. Right. So what we what we're aiming to do with this network and especially with full spectrum news, which is like we're going to be doing another show called the Golden Age of Disclosure, which is going to be me. But we're going to be investigating conspiracy, not conspiracy theory. Right. Like JFK assassination, who built the pyramids, things that really quander people. But what the yeah. news portion of it is, is when we get our website up and running. 
we're going to be writing articles. Remember I told you that? Yep. So that's still working because it's difficult to put it all together, and it's a costly endeavor. Too. It takes a while. My website that I don't have up right now took me like four months or five months working with web builders just to get the concept down, and then took us another three months for them to get it going and then me put it up. So it takes a while to get a website it, up, bro. It yeah. definitely does. We, we even upgraded to a 4K camera and all that. But the whole thing is, is that – if we're doing an interview or a one-on-one, -on -one, if we're doing a sideshow, the camera's good. But if I'm talking to you and we're both on the screen, you're not going to want to see me super far away. Right. You know. So what we're doing with this news era or aspect is we're taking on mainstream media in the sense of writing and in the sense of uh, actual programming. So we can deprogram where they do program. You get you get what I mean? I was literally so, talking about that while I was waiting for you to come on, talking about changing the way people are thinking to help deprogram themselves. So continue. It's funny that you're so literally going down this road right now. Right. So here's the aspect. And I didn't even, I didn't hear that either, but we think alike, you know, we do. Yeah. yeah. So what we're doing is they have this arm of propaganda called the media that's everywhere. Even, even Ben Shapiro came out today, today and said that Doug Ducey, was a great governor. So even the people that we've been trusting the most have been showing true colors. I loved Ben Shapiro and I supported right? him for a long time. After I heard that, it, it I have to watch now. So yeah, you got to pay more attention. Where before you thought, oh, he's you know he's one of us. He's really on you know on the team, and and then all of a sudden he does something like that, and you go, what? Wait a minute. Ben, wait a minute. Who's paying? You? Who's <laughs> yeah. paying you? Who's, Who's paying, paying you? you? Yep. So that's the other thing is that you know we don't have any sponsors as just yet. We will. And they're going to be Patriot sponsors. And what yeah. we're trying to do is we're really trying to create a narrative that's beveled in truth, not omitting certain aspects of every story. So you basically uh, basically putting a narrative out there that's if omission is the same as lying. Yep. So we're not going to lie to people. Even if you don't like what I have to say, I'm going to tell you what it is because we're all adults and we're all able to decipher our own information. So, you know, there's a difference between fact and truth. Truth yep. is emotionally charged. My truth may not be the same as your truth. Let's say a car hits right. a tree, right? So when the car hits the tree, if I'm oh, looking at my camera, sorry. That's all right. If I'm looking at my vantage point, I can say, well, the guy slid 50 feet, then he hit the tree, yada, yada, yada. The fact of the matter is the car hit the tree. No two ways about it. There's no feeling. There's no emotion. It's empirical data that cannot be skewered unless statistically you're you're manipulating it and it's malfunctioning so what we're trying to do is we're trying to counterbalance their ability to create these narratives myself and a team that we have is doing everything in our power to make sure that we get all and any news that that does not just fits our narrative either like a lot of people i'll give you an example and i hate to go down this rabbit hole but people are saying let's go through the patriot party the patriot party when I tell you, statistically, we will never win another election if we do that, That's not the, that can't be a plan. So now we look at Q and things like that. So they say, trust right. the plan. Trust the plan. We can't right. trust the plan. We need plan nope. B, plan C, plan yep. D. We have 75 million strong. So what did the last president do for us? And I'm not going to say names because it may get us yeah. kicked. Uh, you can say T maybe, but the algorithm right. will get us. Yeah. Right. This is what I do on my show all the time. He brought 75 million minds together and it's steadily growing as the days go on. Right. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to take those people who used to be against us. They're still Americans. They're still our brothers. Let's in, 
Let's intellectualize them the way we are and bring them to us. Therefore, we get stronger. So how are we going to combat what's going on right now with the government and things like that? We're going to primary out every Republican that doesn't see our way. Yep. That's how we're going to do it. We're going to do it in such overwhelming force that no skewering of the numbers could change that fact. Right. So what, what do we have to do? We have to educate people. We have to make sure that people know truth from fact from fiction. We have to make sure that people know the whole story, both sides of the story, and they're intelligent enough to combat whatever is being said to you. Right. So that's what we're focusing on with Full Spectrum News. And it has been the lead show. The second show we did had like 350 views on YouTube, you know, nice. about 50, 55 on Rumble. Rumble only has Rumble only has 20 people altogether in both you know, out of the whole channel. So we're working right. our way. I know to I'm the on there. I'm on there. There's not a lot of people on that channel right now, but it's getting bigger because YouTube is starting to kill everybody. Right. And I mean, right. my shows now have a, have that uh, Wikipedia uh, in the, in the description, my description goes into the uh, comment section and the, and I can't get it out of there. And, and the, even when I go in to edit it, it's still, it's in the right place, but it, not, it doesn't post that way. It has that Wikipedia thing saying that it's a Q conspiracy and it's been proven that if, if you say anything about this, 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 and this, and we just get labeled with that now. So they're trying to discredit me by literally putting a, a banner up. And anytime somebody clicks on any of my shows, it literally says, this guy's crazy. That that's wild. First off, yeah. You know, and the other thing is, is that every place since we haven't switched over fully to the network yet, everything is under full spectrum universe. If you tell right, me, hold on, Bill said, Bill said this, but no, Bill, Bill said, are you saying that we have to start over again? No, but yes, we have to change the narrative by changing the the people who are not willing to do the right thing. Because you have half of the Republican Party right now that are uh, forever party for their they are the deep state. OK, people who you thought, just like Rob was just saying, who you thought were all in uh, with this movement of of taking care of the people of the planet and the, and the whole planet uh, and not in an in economical way, but in actually taking care of people. And those people who are deep state and they're forever, you know, forever in power. They, exactly. They've already split as soon as this election was over and the last regime was about to leave. You see you see guys who were supposedly on their side turn on them and say, no, the election was what the election is. And we needed to stop doing this. And all of a sudden they were against Donald Trump. Why? Because they didn't like him to begin with. They just jumped on the bandwagon when they knew that their job was on the line. But like Rob said, now they're starting to show the true colors because they can't hide anymore. And what he wants to do is put more pressure on everyone else in that is in power anywhere in your city the government the federal government you we need to put pressure on those people who are what the republicans would call rhinos i don't know what the democrats call that but they call them rhinos republican in name only uh, and it's not republican against democrat it's the idea ideology of uh and it's gotten to that of traitor versus patriot so you have to realize you know, I was watching a, a rapper uh, by the name of John McDonald, who is crazy, crazy good. And he's and he's talking politically in his raps about really cool shit. I posted him on my page. You should take a look at him. He's, he's a badass. And he, nobody will sign him. He even said that in one of the songs where he's talking to his his demon, his evil, his uh, uh, it's in the mirror. And he's got, you know, black uh, uh, contacts in and he's being a demon, basically being his ego. And he's, he's singing the rap back and forth to him. And he says, I'm, you know, I'm the greatest rapper of, of all. He says, that's why I'm doing this on my own. He says, you're not doing this on your own because you're great. You're doing this because nobody will sign you. Right. <laughs> it's true. Right. He's independent right. because nobody will sign him because he's actually rapping the truth like Rob was talking about. 
they are what they're doing is they're trying to silence us at every avenue so if you can to help us spread it you know follow leo on orion rising and sh just at least if you see a show even if you watch three minutes it counts as a view do whatever you counts can as a view. that's right those count. Right. Add up. do whatever you can to support people like me and leo because we're going to be the media there is no left yeah. right or which way we are the media now we are the news and like people Red like us. Bill that is the truth. And X22, they're the news. We're on yeah. that same level. You know, so I'm at YouTube at Full Spectrum Universe still. Bit yep. shoot Full Spectrum Universe. Rumble, Full Spectrum Universe. Very easy. Me it too. You can find over the, the network. Yeah. Bit shoot, Rumble, YouTube, Facebook. And then that's the MP4 file of my that's show. Right. Then the MP3 file of my show is anywhere where you listen to a podcast. I'm 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 getting that done right now. I have every podcast and full spectrum news or yeah. show i've ever done is backed up on a hard drive that's five terabytes big that will never leave my side it's right. with me everywhere i go and i have the ability to get once i get that that platform to send it out i'm pretty sure they're going to censor us there too but i will right. find a way that's around why you got to get an external hard drive and download it everything i in fact i have to get one because i had one and i, I left it on my boat on my yacht when i sold it i haven't gotten one and I, my computer's getting pretty full um, all my computers from doing my shows, I, I did it on my Mac, I did them on my PC, and now I'm doing it on the base unit PC. I've got, like I said, just they gave me an email uh, the other day that I have 400 just uploaded to YouTube. <laughs> so the, congratulations, you have your 400th uh, uh, YouTube posting, and every posting on my YouTube channel is me doing a show. It's not anything else. Let me tell you this, for other people. if you're not on Telegram yet, get there i have a channel of six oh, okay I'll, we'll have to do that i'm on i have telegram the app on my um on my my pc my laptop but mm -hmm. i didn't download it on here yet because i didn't know if anybody was on there so i am I, on there i'll have I to have, i'll have to go on there go ahead i have a channel of 600 people and not only that my youtube subscriptions from that channel went up 150 uh, a month ago i was at 231 now i'm at 385 nice so, like in a, in a span of two weeks that happened, I haven't gotten into a lot of people within the last week or so because I was well, the taking... more that they censor the mainstream, the more people are going to be jumping over there. That's right. why I did the right. same thing with Gab, right? Because I was over on um, on uh, um, um, what was that? Parlor. I was there, and Parlor went down. Right. <laughs> right. I was <laughs> so there I too. Gab. I was on Parlor too, and I got yep. Gab. I got TikTok. I got. Uh, I don't Telegram. have TikTok. I don't have TikTok, but I do have Gab and um, and what's the other one? There's another one that I'm on now, and I can't think of the name of it. But you have to go to these other sites, these alternate sites, because of what they're doing. You know, I mean, we've been trying to transition, but there's never really been anywhere. Uh, Omar and I, you know, we've talked about this for years of trying to transition off of YouTube and Facebook because they're, you know, they they just are evil. And, right. they, and they're trying to control the narrative. And if we allow them, they will. That's why the, we were talking about earlier with those guys that, that squeezed the hedge fund companies for, the, for GameStop's stock. They uh, was badass, bro. Bad. That, was a, that was an uprising. That was like re rebellion, bro. That well, was right. good shit. They lost a lot of money today, those guys, those yeah. private investors. But they yeah. transitioned into silver. And if right. everybody in the United States buys four ounces of silver, which is around $110, Yep. Right. Yep. We can collapse the entire economy. And I, have, I actually the way it was. Have, I actually was before the craziness happened um, um, leading up to this last election. I was able to buy silver from China, real silver, good silver, but at pennies on the dollar. 
So I have a briefcase that I keep that I have silver in, and it's not just bars of silver. It's it's not not coins because coins. When you buy coins, guys, you're paying for whatever they print on it, and that, mm-hmm. that the silver is only going to be worth what its weight is. So if you buy a coin, they charge you fifty bucks for it. That's only worth whatever the weight of the actual silver is. It's buy only it worth fifty dollars in a trade. Yeah, it's only worth in, if the American government stays up, and then they and then you trade it in later because the American government's still here. Then it'll be worth more money because of the thing they stamped on it. But the truth is, if it if all the world breaks down, it's only worth the weight of it. Right. You ever hear that? You only, you know, worth your weight of gold. Hey, that guy's worth his weight in gold. That is only when it becomes tangible. So if we're not on the gold standard, it doesn't matter. But if the world gets shitty, the paper money that they're printing is no different than monopoly money. So it won't matter. It'll be just as expensive as monopoly money. Nothing. It's paper. You can wipe your ass with it. The paper means nothing. Nothing. The the American dollar has been devalued by 60 percent since 1950. 60. I I was just telling people that that, uh, literally today I said that if you went took our dollar right now and went back to 1865, your dollar would only be worth a nickel. Yep. Back then. Okay. And so, you know, I was explaining the inflation. Let's run down that road real quick and then we'll get back to to going down there. But I was explaining the inflation. Um, I wrote a book about this. Right. About the Mm -hmm. corruption in, in money and banking. That when I was a kid and I started in the workforce at 18, Ronald Reagan was the president. I got paid $2.50 an hour. That $2.50 an hour went further than $10, $15 an hour does now. That's wild. That's wild. Yeah. Well, what they do is they inflate everything. Here's how it works. We all have to, as a society, be kept at a certain level, which is just above poverty. And it's truthfully now that they're trying to shove everybody down below poverty. So it's going to be the rich and the elite and no middle class. That's what the Democrats have been working on for 40 years and really hard in the last uh, eight to 10, more than that, actually, because when Obama was president and then the Clintons before that, they were wreaking havoc. Um, and then and then the Bushes were still the same cabal, so they weren't helping. They were trying to get one world order so that the, every president you've had now uh, from Reagan, in fact, I, I think from Kennedy on has been the cabal. There hasn't been one that has not been. Kennedy right. was in the cabal. The Kennedys were, but he wanted to come out. He was like this last guy that just left where he actually w- were trying to help the people. So he was not evil. And that's he why they, started, got, they killed he him. He started in, into the cabal. He thought by gaining yeah. the presidency, he would give him, give him that spotlight to get out. Yeah. Because, But here's the thing, too, is if he didn't die while he was president, he would have died right after. Just, oh, like, absolutely. Robert, just like Robert. Because... Yeah. You know, the compartmentalization of this specific thing is that you could have gone to anybody that was incorporated with this specific thing. And I talked to old Demogard about this. The compartmentalization, and he investigated this thing when it first happened all the way up to, the, to today. He's been investigating it. And he has like the most versed information on the whole thing I've ever seen. And he's he's been like teaching me a lot of stuff. So one of the things that you know i've been watching his stuff so you could check him out too he's a really really good dude i also have a, an episode with him that's at almost six, it's about a little over 600 views great episode talks about how he got his start and where he came from super great he's going to be back on soon but the compartmentalization is what you have to look at because when putting investigations together what they do is they have some guy hand a piece of paper to somebody else that guy has no idea what's on that paper, has no idea that he's a cog in the machine, right? So you right. have to investigate every compartment of this compartmentalization because it all stems like layers on a cake, right? Let's say this is a Neapolitan cake. We've got, you know, cake, wafer, cream, cake, wafer, cream. It just keeps going. And when you get to the root, Eventually, you're going to get to politicians, which is where we are now. 
And I'm going to go into something when you finish about Carl Rove and how Carl Rove knew something since 1988. And it's the most egregious thing that we know of. And I'm, and we're going to point to directions on why Carl Rove didn't come forward with this. And I'm going to speculate a little bit, but my speculations are usually right on the money. And I, But go right. ahead. So, okay, so how, how it works, I talked about this before, how the economy works is this is what they do to keep everybody at or below the poverty line, right, or just above that, but not too many people popping off to get rich. They keep adjusting the cost of everything to offset the wage increase. Okay, so as soon as you get a wage increase, they raise the prices in all the retail stores, all the grocery stores, everything just costs a, a dollar more or two dollars more. And they'll tell you, well, we have to do that because they have a profit margin. I was a retail manager, right, for like 15 years, right? And you have you have what's called a PNL, which is a profit and loss uh, a form that your company goes by. You have one for your store, you have one for your district, your region, and your company. Okay, and they're all different. When you get handed a budget, you, you as a store manager, you would get handed a budget. That budget is a budget that is like um, budget D or E. Okay, because budget A is what the corporation wants to make every year. So they say, we want to make this amount of money. So you have this amount of money to spend. They send that down to the regional. The regional wants to get paid his bonus. So he cuts some of that off and makes the district do more work for less to get his bonus by coming in above the numbers that they want to be in. The district manager also gets a bonus. So the district manager now takes that budget and shaves off some of it to give to the store managers and make sure that they have to do now even more work on top of that with less employees to make the money so he gets his bonus. The store manager wants to make his bonus as well. So now he's going to try and run the store on less than what the district manager gave him and try to create more revenue on top of that because then that pays for more employees, but it also pays to get his bonus. Guys like me knew that. I understand how economics works, and I understand how they're doing that to get ahead in life. Now, if you have to increase your wages that you pay people, you have to then either pay less people, which is what most people do. They fire their staff or they lower them from full-time to part-time, and now that ruins the economy. But you have to do that because you uh, you have to make the same amount of money that you were making before, but you have to do it with less people. Or you have to keep those people on board and make sure you generate enough money to pay for those people and still appease your bosses, which is the this approach that I took and many other managers would take because that's what we believe. Spend more money now, make more money to pay for them so you don't get in trouble and make enough money so that they don't get in trouble either going upstairs and you look like a, a, a million dollars. But if you fail and you don't hit your number, then you get in trouble because you had too many people. But it's better to beg for forgiveness than to ask for permission. That is the motto of a, of a good pirate. And we considered ourselves that. As retail managers, we considered ourselves free agents. We were pirates. In the corporate world, you have to be that way to get ahead. So they augment the cost of the wage itself raise. So every time you say you want more money, you're just going to screw yourself because they're just going to raise the prices of everything. What you need to do is get them to lower the prices of everything. How do we do that, Leo? Okay, and I'm sure that this is where he's going to go with this Carl Rove and stuff that he knew is going to have something to do with the economics of the world and what, what really goes on that people know about they don't tell. Okay, so how we do that is by not spending. By not spending. And I don't know if you guys remember uh, when the, we had to use the stimulus package and the bailouts under Obama. Do you guys remember that they lowered the price of everything by half? 
because nobody was spending any money. A leather jacket that was $500 today, yesterday, was less than $250 today because they wanted money. Because they mark that up. In, in everything, you mark up from retail, you mark up from wholesale. Wholesale, they cut you a deal. I remember when I was working, the district manager came in, and you know the little votive candle, the little teeny short one that you buy, and you put it in a little shot glass? We were selling those. And they were costing 25 cents a candle and 50 cents a, a, a shot glass. The manager, the district manager came in and said, I want this, this fucking end cap. I want it to be full, overblown, ready to fall over at all times. You know why? Because we buy these in bulk and it costs us three cents for every candle and four cents for every shot glass. And we're selling these at 50 cents and, or these at or a quarter and these at uh, 50 cents. It's the biggest markup we have in the company. Nickel and diming everyone to death because the markup ratio for our sale price was, four, you know, four hundred times what we, our cost was. Do you know, you see? so that's what they do with everything. To when you you go buy a car and that car costs that company to build probably uh, you know a thousand dollars, maybe right. five thousand dollars, and then right. to ship it costs maybe seven thousand dollars total to build the car and get it to the lot for you to see, and they're going to sell it to you for seventy five grand. And if they and if they finance it for you because you don't have cash, you're going to end up paying one hundred and eighty seven thousand dollars by the time you pay off that car. Exactly. And the thing you were talking about before with how it goes down to the district manager, he takes his cut. That's called trickle down economics, right? Yeah, and it works. But it's, it's not, though, because <laughs> but it's, it's not. Called, right now they're adversing that, which is trickle down corruption. Yes. Right. So everybody gets their piece yep. while, you know, this is how we look at, uh, you know, big tech giving all of these Democratic candidates, along with George Soros and a bunch Shit, of other ton people, of money. Yeah. tons of money because they know money wins. Money wins by getting the ground team on the ground yep. and putting yep. boots and seats and asses pretty much. Yep. I just shared this stream on Telegram in my channel. So if we nice. up people, let me know. I want to know if it works. But the thing about Carl Rove, right? It's not so much economics, but we can get there. We can get there. So let's start. So John Weaver, the head of the Lincoln Project. He has a co. He's a co-founder of Lincoln Project. Yep. Lincoln Lincoln Project are anti-Trump people. Yep. Right. But there's a reason yep. why. John Weaver uh, has been. Um, uh, it's, it's alleged that he is a pedo predator. Twenty-one gentlemen came out. A uh, twenty-one young gentleman came out yep. and said that online he tried to seduce them in so many ways. Yeah, that was just what those are the headlines last night and the night before on the news. Right. So at least on Fox. <laughs> so we know Lincoln Project was going against President, the, our, our, our most previous president. We know that the Lincoln Project was against him and spewing nothing but hate in his direction. Now, who is the president that went after pedos like that? Let me think. Yeah, did his name start with a T, his last name? Yes, yes, it did. Yeah, yeah. But let's keep going. So. so now we get well, to see, Fox. Yeah, look, wait, let, me, let me digress just for a second, and then we'll keep going with what he's saying. Right. See, um, the, one of the questions that the, the uh, people asked that president was, um, do you believe in Q, this QAnon thing? Because QAnon believes that there's this crazy conspiracy theory of pedophiles and a pedophilia ring that all the rich and the elite are pedophiles. And that's just insane. They also believe in UFOs. So uh, do you believe in that? And he was like, I don't know who Q is. Right. And I, you know, why would I not say that? I would say that if I was him too, I don't know who Q is. I don't, you know, I don't even follow that because the truth is I don't. Right. I look, I haven't seen any posts from Q that I'm aware of for fucking since December. Right. So where's Q now? Right. right. 
Q was supposed to be with this algorithm. Okay, but here's here's the point I'm saying here. If that's a crazy conspiracy theory, and then Rob can continue, why is it that all of these heads of state and all of these uh, uh, really rich and powerful people keep getting accused of pedophilia and or uh, like like this guy from the Lincoln Project um, trying to seduce little boys? Right. But yet that's a conspiracy theory and none of those people have anything to do with pedophilia or, um, you know, like these elites in Hollywood raping the women and saying, I can get you a job, but you got to suck my. Right. Right. You got to take right. off your clothes and let me have at you. And then we'll give you that job on. Oh, by the way, since you're here, even if you don't, I'm going to screw you anyway. <laughs> so because I have the power. So why is it that if all of that is a conspiracy theory and untrue, continue, Rob. So I'm going to get into Q in a couple seconds too. I can I can speak on that as well because there is something called Operation Angela, Trust. Angela, here's Angela answered that question because they, they are. are they are, <laughs> and I'm going to explain it why. You're going to see so many similarities to what's going on, and we can wrap it into Q too. But there's something called Operation Trust from 1917 in Russia, and I'm going to get into it. So yes, let's go back. So Carl do. Rove goes on Fox News, right? So on Fox News, Carl Rove says. They ask everybody on a panel. So what do you think about John Weaver being um, uh, the allegations that he was a pedo predator? He goes, well, you know, it's funny you say that, but I've known about that since 1988. So wait a minute. Yeah. So you've you known knew that? About you didn't tell anybody? So not only is the Lincoln Project taking money from the Democrats, billions of dollars, and then they turn their back on the Democrats because they're in the, they're in the club. Let's just say that they're in the club, right? Yeah. So now Carl Rove says this. Carl Rove has been the head of three Republican campaigns up to this point. Now, also, John Weaver and another man were the head of John McCain's uh, with Carl Rove, the head of John McCain's campaign. Right. So now we're saying he says, well, in 2004, I tried to go to the Atlantic once you tried once. So let me get this straight. You knew of a pedo predator in a top political position or a lot of political influence, and you stood by since 1988, and I apologize for getting loud, since 1988 and did nothing. Why? I'm going to tell you why, okay? Because Karl Rove is not what we think he is. He is not exactly. He is not a Republican like a Republican. He's a Dem Repub. That's what we call a Dem Pub. That's a Dem yeah, Rhino. Republican. Republican in name only. Right. Yeah. So now Carl Rove has gotten rich. He also got rich off of Georgia, where he went on the ground for the Republicans in the last election in the runoff to handle campaign advertising for the Republicans just this last election. So let's right. just say this. You knew that, and you mean to tell me. So this guy, John Weaver, just to go a little bit further, if anybody knows who Jerry Sandusky is, this guy was four years away from being in the same position as Jerry Sandusky politically, which is right. a tremendous political, like, it's a, it's a big position. So, and if you don't know who it is, I suggest you look up Jerry Sandusky. It's a very weird story as well. But, right. so... This man has all this influence. You mean to tell me that when you were with McCain, you wouldn't go to McCain and say, hey, listen, this guy's a pedo. People have come out against him. If you don't cut him from this campaign or at least from the political career, I'm going to go on 60 Minutes tomorrow. I'm going to go on CNN. I'm going to go on Fox News and blow the lid off this whole thing. Right. And then here's the thing. When he says this, well, I've known about that since 1988. You know what they did? They were like, oh, so what do you think about the COVID plan? breathed right over it right so now let's go let's go back establishment people have known about this man since 1988 at least 
the Democrats had supported the Lincoln Project via contributions that they again asked for back because they were only going against Trump to a certain amount, right? Right. They weren't doing everything that they asked them to. So now we go back into economy and how corrupt it all is. Right. So they are also part of a hedge fund that lost a ton of money in this last little dip, right? They have they have uh, contributions from this hedge fund. So now that the hedge fund can't contribute to them anymore, they don't have that money. So what happens? Now they open the floodgates to demonize this man who is sh- rightfully so. He should have been outed a long time ago. And I, I'm sorry the camera keeps shaking, but I'm like smacking the table. I know that's talking. why mine went out before because I put my feet up and I and I hit the the cord for my uh, keyboard. And right. when I hit that, I hit the back of the desk and it jiggled. My camera went off. That's why it went off it, earlier. I was like, "Oops, sorry, I didn't right. do that." So, it, it's all full circle, right? So the establishment is literally eating itself right now, which is why you see buyer's remorse with so many people who are centrist Democrat. And this is the reason why I say that we have to grab these people. Now they know that mainstream media lied to them, supporting a candidate who literally said, we're not going to ban fracking. First day in office. Oh, well, you know what? We're going to ban fracking. I opened my show talking about just that. Go ahead. So here's the other part of that, too. Like, let's get we can get even further into his executive orders. But, you know, so we see the full circle. sharing this. Do it. Do it. Do it. I shared it a couple (laughs) of times, too. It's okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just keep going. I can rent for hours. But uh, yeah, we'll just go for a while, man. So th- it's, this is the full package here. So now we have right-leaning Democrats, right, and left-leaning Republicans. Yep. But they're all in the same system, and they're all covering for each other. And here's the other point of interest, right? So if this, if Carl Rove doesn't out this man, what is Carl Rove doing? Right. Now he's admitting to it. And... The other co-founder was like, well, I never knew that. You mean to tell me you went into business with a man that you knew nothing about his personal life? I have seen that happen. Yes, it takes time to get to know somebody behind the scenes. But right. you've been with him for 10 years. Right. You tell me all of a sudden now this is just, oh, you know, not to mention the co-founder also looks like a pedo. He looks like the devil took his soul. So right. now, and you know, and it's really widespread because, like, even the guy that was in charge of MUFON, the founder of MUFON, Jan, he was taken down last year because he was uh, because he was raping people and he was a pedophile. And then you have the the co-founder who owned. We did a show on this and we showed this with Omar, myself, and um, uh, what is his name, um, um, Erdman, mm-hmm. and or Edmund Erdman, yeah, Erdman. Erdman. We yeah, we did a show and we, we showed just that. Yeah, we, yeah right. We just, we showed we had a show to show that showed that, and he owns the the co-founder has one of those mile high clubs. <laughs> right? Well, that's exactly it, you know. And the yeah. thing about this is where it gets crazy too. So now they feel that this is going to be a linchpin, right? It's going to be a linchpin exposing the elite and ruling class to the point where Coral Rove was nervous about putting that out because if he did not conduct himself in that same manner he knows a ton of people who did and now when that linchpin falls what's going to happen everybody's going to go down so now they're also doing this right and i believe that it was the right uh silent majority that came out with this information because now we know that there's an impeachment going down but here's a question i have for you too via the constitution an impeachment can only happen to a residing president, not a past president. Correct. So, so there is a lot of signal there 
yeah. with all the military buildup, that this man might still be in office. But I, I don't know if it is or if it isn't. But we're not going to get there. So let's get to Q. So in time, 19- will, time will play that out because I got a lot of insiders, a lot of ex-military, a lot of CIA. I got a I, lot of people saying well. one thing, and then I got other connections saying another. It's um, so it's so yeah. polar opposite yeah. with all of the intel that I'm getting. One yeah. way, nothing's going to happen. Another way, it's going to be a, a tremendous takedown. So I don't know what to believe right now. I'm just sitting here patiently waiting. Well, see, here's the problem with a, a tremendous takedown. Unless they literally can show proof and get it on the air, which means they would have to take control like they're talking about, they're going to call it a coup. They're going to call it a, a takeover, a hostile takeover, no matter what. That's why they have the troops there, they, but they also have to. The only way they can take away our civil liberties is they have to have the troops there and propagate fear uh, towards uh, the, this guy who's no longer in office and all of his followers that they are, are literally trying to come in and kill them. You know, you have people in, literally in those chambers today, AOC, Sandy Cortez, just the other day said she was afraid of some of the other members because they have guns. She was afraid of Ted Cruz because Ted Cruz has a gun that he's going Pelosi to just go crazy and kill her in the chambers. Pelosi That's a lie. Said, it's Pelosi obviously a blatant lie, but they're enemies. doing that to propagate the fear so they can justify having the troops out there, right? And then they can take and say, well, look, we have to have this or they'll come back and get us because 74 million Americans are your enemy. Pelosi said the same thing at a a presser the other day that there is enemies within the Congress. But the thing that gets, here's the thing, right? Those troops outside, there's two reasons why they're there. There's two, actually maybe three, maybe three, right? They're there because they're afraid of the impeachment there's going to be riots and things like that, right? Right. Or right. or they're afraid that the radical agenda that they're putting forth is going to make the people uprise against them. Right. Or, that's more likely what they're what right. it's there for, that's, part of what it's there for. That's what I'm hearing a lot too. Yeah. But or they're there to take down whenever they're ready to take it down. You know, take it down to the nubs of what government is. But here's another thing too. I want to talk about Q real quick. We've all, this is why I'm making a plan B. Okay. This is literally called plan B, like the pregnancy thing, right? They right. shot their load. So now we're going to go to the pharmacy the next day and make sure that we don't get impregnated by the radicals, right? So plan B. My girlfriend's looking at me funny because I said that, but plan B is we have to primary these people out. We have to find the people. We don't just let them pick the candidates anymore. We have right. to pick candidates. At a, at a town level, at a county level, we have to h- literally go through the gambit of everybody from your town to the government, the top echelon yeah. to the government. Well, this is why I say, and I've said this many times, if you don't know and have never taken a civics course in your life, look it up. It's on the Internet. The Internet That's is right. there That's still. Right. And it's still, we pro- have it's still the mostly power. free. Because if you don't understand how that works, you won't understand why Rob's saying to you what he's saying right now. Okay, so you need to understand, well, that's, uh, that's, you know, right. th- that you have to t- you have to keep an eye on them, or they corrupt themselves. This is why Rob's telling you this. I tell you, I tell you this all the time. If we don't take a part in our community, our city, our town, of uh, the the school district, and the mayor, and and the ki- city council, they will be just as corrupt as this government is, and they will stay that way until they make their way up to that or retire uh, and have a, a nice pension. They will stay corrupt because only corrupt people are being let into their group, a little party. 
You have to be like them or they don't want you and they get rid of you. That's what it's come to. So you have to look at the people and say they're all fucking corrupt. Pardon my uh, French, pardon my English, American, but they're all corrupt and they're all lying to us. Right. None of them are really, truly our friends. When you get one in a million like T, who some of you want to hate because you were told to hate him. Okay, if you go to my personal page, you'll see the newscaster that it says six o'clock up next. What we want you to think. That's what they're doing to you. Go ahead and continue. Pretty much. Pretty much. And the thing about it, too, is like the fact that the fact that we do it at that level, we get to pick who we want. Now, these people are supposed to be in our best interest. Let's take a look at Liz Cheney. Right. They just censured her back to Wyoming because she wouldn't literally she would literally went against the people of Wyoming. So now yeah. they want her resignation. Yep. They We're doing want that her to gone. Gavin Newsom out here. We're recalling him right now. That's the governor of California and the mayor of the city of Sacramento, which is the capital of the state. They're starting a, a recall on him. So we, we are literally not very far away from having a, an election. And there was already a guy who's now stepped up to run against Gavin Newsom to take the governorship away. Because of his mismanagement, because he's the cabal, because he's running things the same way Nancy Pelosi, who, in fact, is from California. In fact, most of the problematic Democrats in Congress are from the state of California. Okay, you name one, Maxine Waters here. Right. Did you 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 see what they did on Twitter with uh, Cuomo watch with Maxine Waters actual comment and then that all the lefties oh my were god like, that was bad yeah guys That's just so terrible. you know i'm gonna tell you in case you haven't read what rob is referring to is maxine waters back about six eight months ago now probably eight months ago she came out and she had that that yelling uh session where she was on the megaphone and then she was on the microphone and she was screaming and she was the words that she said there to word for word she was saying things like if you find referring to the republican party or anybody who voted for or was associated with the ex-president and saying if you see them in public you get in their face you cause a scene you get out of your cars and get in their face and you tell them they are not welcome here and you make a scene and you you tell them get out of here and that that exact thing this guy that rob was referring to took every word she said typed it up and changed the words from republican or anyone who was working for said ex-president and changed it to democrats and that's the only thing they changed was the word republican to democrat and posted it and guess what every democrat blew a fucking fuse not how hideous my god that's inciting a riot but for the last nine months when she said it they were silent didn't care and it was it was okay but now all of a sudden when it's changed and it's pointed at them the exact words he didn't even change anything except for a republican to democrat that was it one word and they were going absolutely insane for this whole weekend. Ape. They went ape. And yeah. the fact of the matter is, is that the media is so fast that they memory hole so many things that nobody remembered that she said that. So now everybody on the right side is laughing and the lefties are going really in on it. Like this is terrorism and blah, blah, blah. like, okay, bye. Listen, chill out because it was your people that said that, but you know, right. so here's here's the thing about Q. Now, in 1917, the Bolsheviks came up with a master plan. Okay, now this is why you have to know history to predict what's going to happen in the future. In 1917, Bolshevik Russia, they said to people, they were bringing in communism. They said, "Don't worry about it. 
And this is called Operation Trust. I suggest everybody look it up. And they said to the people, the layman, the working man, don't worry. I know they're doing that over there and bringing in communism, but don't worry about it. We've got people coming in and they're going to help you. Just trust us. Trust us that this plan's going to go through. Does that sound familiar? Like trust right. the plan? Yeah, trust the plan. So we always knew that there was, you know, there is opposition control as well, controlled opposition, however you want to say it, where they put these things in place. But here's the thing, right? I believe that Q started as something amazing. It was, it was, you know, this flow of information that was just beyond epic, right? So what they right. did is now towards the end, when they got to the very end of it, they knew it was there. They were watching it. They studied it. At the very end, they hijacked it. Now they're telling you, don't worry about it. Trust the plan. Don't worry about it. Trust the plan. The plan is coming gone. They've been wrong several times now. But if you keep looking at the posts and they go back and forth, they still hold precedent right now. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. It's like a time traveler went back and wrote all that stuff. And right. you have to look at it backwards. But on the other side of that, you have to be leery. We have to have a plan B. There has to be something. Their plans, are their agendas, shall we say, are so multifaceted that they could be stoking you on one issue right here while stoking the other issue at the same time, and you don't even realize it. We've got to play their rules against them. We've got to do everything that they do and do it just as well as they do it. Therefore, it'll right. collapse on itself. When they start boycotting things, we start boycotting things. We have their own economy. We make a parallel economy. We need banks. We need business. We need all these different people that are going to side with the narration of truth, not with the falsification of the media, and literally work parallel to whatever they're doing. Therefore, when they cancel somebody, it has no effect. Companies, business, credit cards, phones, everything. Every facet of business needs to have its own uh, polar opposite for our side as opposed to their side. This is how we truly fight back. Because when they know that their words don't have effect anymore or their business ploys of cancellation doesn't really work anymore, then they know that they're sitting, they're sitting there with nothing that they can do. They've Sorry, lost I, the game. I, I was, I, if you guys were watching me and I wasn't paying attention, to, I was listening to what Rob was saying, but I had to block somebody on Facebook because they decided to call me and I hung up and they called me again and I hung up on them and said, please don't call me. I'm on the air. And they continued calling me. <laughs> so I hung up on them and said, don't do that. And they called me again. So I hung Did up on them and blocked person? them. Did you know yeah. them? Uh, not personally. It was somebody that ended up on my friends list. You know, I have like troll. thousands of people. Yeah. That's and, but troll. yeah. Yep. That's so he's how you gone. Know you made it, bro. That's how you know you made it. You're getting trolled. Yeah. If you got trolls, yeah. People trolling you. Yeah. And then it's like hate speech when people say, oh man, I got hate speech. That means you made it, dude. <laughs> That's a fact. If they're trying to stifle you, you made it. You're doing okay. That's if they start shadow of banning you, then you made it. <laughs> That's why it's backed up everywhere. I have backups on backups on backups. You have no right. idea what I've so, done to make this system just. Julie so said this. Whatever right? I got. Julie said, my question comment is: the troops were put in place during the previous uh, president. Uh, he is the one uh, that had the authority to place them there. So I'm curious as to how the change of of command took control, or did he? 
there is nothing happening to warrant to many troops. Well, that's the point. That's what he was talking about. That's what we were talking about, giving you the reasons why, the possible reasons why the troops are there. Because Donald Trump did not. Oh, there I went and said it. Now we're going to be in trouble. I'm going to get shadow banned. Uh, he didn't actually send any troops in there. He, in fact, asked at one point if they wanted troops, but then they said, no, we don't want troops in our capital. God forbid. We can't have that. We haven't had troops in our capital since the, since the uh, <clears throat> War of 1812. And then as soon as, you know, as soon as this thing started, which the investigation is showing that it was planned uh, in advance and that people within there were working with them, right? That whole seeing them at the door, opening gates and things like that is true. They found the pipe bombs while before Donald Trump landed over there to go talk. They were already found found that. They They found video of the night before. Yeah, they were they were already warned about it way in advance. But what did they do? They they cut the staff in half. They didn't put up barriers for a mob. In fact, they put up they put up freaking snow uh, snow blind uh, wire, which is that plastic wire that they surround uh, uh, you know places where they're working, and they do that just so that you can't just go there and none of the debris gets blown out to where you guys are. Right. So it's just a plastic mesh. I used to use it. I was in construction and maintenance for fucking last 10 years of my life. That stuff, you can just you just grab a hold of it and yank real hard because you put it on with zip ties. OK, so that was the, the what they had as a barrier to well, stop this too. mob. It was inviting. They wanted this to happen. This well, was that, a plan. It wasn't Trump. They also this. had that guy Sullivan. That guy Sullivan was on the inside. He was live on Twitch. And he says, I right. can't believe we got all these people in the building. And the cops were telling him to come in. There's video of it. He's like, come on, come on. No, I don't know who that is, Jermaine Bazio. But one place I did hear that before I said it, to be fair, was Dan Bongino. Dan Bongino right. is a source of some great information, and he's thoroughly a conservative. Yes. I don't I don't classify myself as conservative or Republican. I'm, I'm a non-denomination. I'm actually uh, listed. I've, I've registered as no, no party affiliation. Because I don't agree with the Republican Party, not this one. I'm a. If it were going to be a conservative, I would be a Lincoln Republican, old mm-hmm. world for the for the uh, Republic Republican, which was kind of the way uh, uh, T was. He was about the people and trying to make prosperous this nation and all of us, not just the corporations. But well, you here, know, people say he was still empowering the that you can't do anything without making the rich richer. You can't. Right. The only I way mean, that you can do that is to abolish money altogether. But they will still then, because they own most of the gold, they'll still then have the tangible power. They've made sure to put themselves in that position. That's just like this country spent from the time that it was in, enacted in 1776, once it was officially in 1782 acknowledged as a, as a country. From that day until this, they have been putting in place plans to make sure this government is never overthrown. Right. You don't know that, but I do. Right. Well, here's the other thing, too, is the moment that I took a vow. I used to be a conservative also. But I was was actually a Republican one. My first time I voted was for Reagan in his second term. I was 17. But you could vote at 17 in this state. You didn't have to be 18. So I voted for Ronald Reagan. That was the only time I voted for the president until this last election. The moment that I decided to become a journalist or a media person, I had to to Lose my denomination towards any party. Any I, good journalist am, would. Any I am truly down the middle. Yep. I am the same. I will go after both sides. I don't care. I'm like, uh, you know, if you look at okay. Tucker Carlson, he's a libertarian and he is and he is he is a, a journalist. He has thrown out his politics and he is who he is. 
He is slightly conservative. You can tell by the way he talks, like he freaks out about, you know, they're legalizing pot. So you can, they want you to just sit down and smoke pot and be stupid, which, you know, if you're not a pot smoker, you're going to say, well, yeah, that's kind of crazy. But if you ever smoke pot in your life, you'll go, nah, dude, it, you know, only if you're weak minded, do you do that? So, but right. But he, he is who he is. He has the right to be that way, but he is not a politician. He is not in his politics. doesn't get involved. It's for the people always. This is what I do. But, but the problem that you have in doing this, and I'm sure you've had the same thing is that you trigger the alt left because you're not that far left. You seem like you're alt right. If you're anything from Barack Obama, uh, uh, over then you're alt right. Barack Obama, who was considered an alt alt left eight years ago, is now considered a conservative by the freaking Democrats that are in in power. Right. Okay, so so I get they I trigger them and they go, oh, you're a mouthpiece for the Republicans. No, no, I'm not. They're just as evil as the Democrats. I, I believe that they are all most of them on both sides are the fucking cabal. Pardon my. Life. I get I trigger <laughs> far left and far right. That's how I know yeah. that I'm actually being. That's how you, that's where you know it when the yeah when I say that to people all the time. You guys don't get it. The Republicans hate me and so the Democrats. Yeah, and that's what Rob's is talking about because yeah. the 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 deep alt right thinks I'm alt left and the alt left thinks I'm alt right. The truth is I'm right in the middle. I'm moderate because well, I have here, to be. My, that's my opinion. Because I have to are. be, because I have to be fair, so that I'm balanced, so that people hear both sides of everything. That's why I always say you got to treat them like your children. If you have more than one, and when they're fighting, you don't care who started it, you don't care who hit who first. You just want to find out what what happened. So you listen to that bullshit story where your son tells you, and he's the victim, and you listen to that bullshit story from your daughter or whatever. Uh, whatever the two the sexes are doesn't matter and they're going to paint themselves as a victim then you take that right down the center now you understand what actually happened that's right. the same thing that goes on in politics on the news every day you have, have fox and anybody that's right leaning and all they're going to do is say that republicans are the best thing on the face of the earth since candy and you're going to have the democrats doing the same thing and they're both going to say they're the devil and you have to the, the only way that you can really see what's going on is to stop listening to where they're pointing Look over here, 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 look over here. Because when they're doing that, they got their hand stealing from you, me, and everybody else at the same time. Right now, you have Joe Biden signing a, a bunch of executive orders. What's 44. really going on behind the scenes where they're talking about this shit they're thinking up and writing on the paper? Like I said earlier in my show, I am for getting off of fossil fuels, but not like, wham, you're all fired today and we have no job for you. We Even need to transition. And that's what Joe Biden December, keeps saying, transition, but he's not transitioning. No, he's he's literally off. chopping off an entire industry, putting us back uh, onto being priced by OPEC, who is obviously pricing the market. We know that. So our gas prices, that because we were creating our own gas, was down under $2 on average across the nation, except for in California, where we have a, a dollar tax on every gallon. So we're always a dollar higher than anyone else. That's not a joke. That's crazy. A dollar tax, bro. One full dollar for every gallon on top of whatever the price is. If you're paying $2, we're paying 3 I got statistics okay. on that, too. I got statistics on, on that specific executive order. And, so right, but now what's going to happen is because of that, by midsummer we're going to be paying five to seven dollars a gallon. Mark my words. Oh, I know that. Yep. Let me. Well, I'm saying gonna, that to the world, not right. to you. I know you right. know that. <laughs> well, here's here's how I see this, right? So government is a bird, right? We always say that that you know the left's one wing, the right's another wing. I'm the feather that fell off the bird that a little boy picked up on the sidewalk, and he's looking at it like, "Oh, this is nice." That's what I am. Yeah, That's right. what I am. And my girlfriend asks me all the time, why do you watch Joe Biden when he talks? 
I don't want to hear him. I have to know what he's saying. You got, I, yeah, I have to know what he's saying. You have People to know. People say to me, oh, you just watch Fox. I'm like, no, I don't, man. I watch every news agency. I need to right. know what they're talking about. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You have to be able to do both. Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. here's the other part of this, too. So with that specific executive order, what's happening, right? So this executive order, like you said, is not a transition. When he was talking to George Stephanopoulos in 2009, uh, 2020, December 2020, no, sorry, this maybe before the election, September 2020, he was talking in a town hall to George Stephanopoulos. He right. said two things that stick out to me. He said, first, anybody who tries to do executive orders out, like over the realm of a few is acting like a dictator. Yeah, and we don't want said, that because we're about we're about votes here, and we believe they that the have people, the house. And that's the what that was his quote. That was the rest of it, right? And then yeah. here he is with more than forty, which 44. is more than all the presidents from seventy-seven until now combined. He's got more than than T did in the first year. So let's say this, right? He only did he only did four in his entire uh, four years, right? So we talk, and, and about he's it. got forty in a week, right? So we're <laughs> talking about him banning fracking, right? And on this specific one, he says. We're not going to ban fracking. We are going to get off fossil fuels by 2030, but we're not going to cut it off immediately. So let's look at what he did with the Keystone Pipeline. First, let's look oh, and the wall, too. The wall had over 130,000 people per, with, between production and building of that wall. This yeah. week, it's over. Jobs. Keystone, right. The Keystone Pipeline, 70,000 people within the crude oil industry in America. There is 270,000 jobs right now. Also, it hurts Texas. It hurts Montana. It hurts all of them. So New Mexico, Wyoming. I so talked about this early on in the show tonight. And right. then all of those people who are now displaced don't have a job. So they're not going to go to the grocery store in their town. They're not going to get their hair cut. They're not going to go to the gas station. They're not going to go to the barber shop. They're not going to go and see a movie. They're not going to rent anything. They're not going to have cable. They're not going to be paying taxes. All of that changes the course of everybody else that lives in that area when you used to have, <clears throat> have that influx. Pardon me. So here's the other part of, money, of it. Right? And now it's gone. That revenue is no longer there. So it's not just those jobs that Rob and I are pointing out, but it's other people's jobs, just like now with, with all the lockdowns, how many restaurants, barbershops, mom and pop stores, and all of that went out of business. Why? Because we couldn't go to them and spend money. So if now you're taking away jobs, and I'll let Rob continue, you're doing the same thing as the lockdown by proxy because now you're stopping that 70, 80, 200,000 people from spending money in the communities where they worked. So all of the businesses there are going to make less money. Continue, Rob. Right. So Alaska, a third of the jobs there are crude oil. So this EO is going to eliminate a third of the entire workforce in Alaska. So then John Kerry comes out. And he says, well, they can go and make solar panels. Solar panels are made in China. One. Two, the average job in crude oil has an average salary of $111,000 a year. Right. 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 So let's look at the solar industry where at, instead of 270,000 jobs, there's 21,000 jobs in the United States right now from sales to structure. Right. Yep. Yep. Brick and mortar type of stuff. Right now, the average pay on those 20,000 jobs, which are actually located in California, not in Texas or Montana, where anybody can just pick up and move. Now they don't have money. 
is $41,000. Right. So not only did you cut the amount now, let's say 70 out of, there's still 200,000, but those are soon gone too. Because once fracking is eliminated, that's 130,000 jobs. So the estimates, guys, just so you know, the estimates by the people who do this for a living are that in two years, there's going to be more than 12 million people out of work because of this. Okay. And here's, and here's the other thing, like what Rob was saying that, that, you know, the, the jobs are far less, but now Obama tried to do the same thing when he was in his first or second term. I don't remember which, and they had a startup company that we gave our, you, me, and all the people gave a billion dollars to the solar panel company so that they could start up selling, you know, making manufacturing solar stuff here in the United States to stimulate that market, to help us get off of fossil fuel. So the agenda was the same under Obama than it is now under Biden. But here's what happened. <clears throat> we gave them all that money, over a billions, billions of dollars to do that. They went bankrupt two years after that. Because why? Nobody in America wants to have solar panels because it's a ripoff. What they do is I had a company and there was a company in Arizona that was trying to get people. We'll install your, your solar panels for free. Right. And then we'll put you on uh, on solar energy and eventually you will not be paying very much money or none at all uh, to to the uh, the electric company that you're uh, paying now. And uh, then they started um, finding people and charging them uh, fifty dollars a month to not be plugged into the grid. And that's legal in most states. So if you go off the grid, they still charge you fifty dollars a month. OK, that's but true. here's the thing. Then what Feet. they would do is someone asked the question. Okay, so you guys are monitoring everything that I make, and you're only charging me, say, $35 a month flat rate. What if I make enough energy from the sun that that augments and I have a profit? And they go, oh, well, we keep that and sell it back to the, to the power companies. So they're making money by getting more and more people on solar because then you'll generate more power than you consume, and they get that money, not you. They get that money and they sell it to the power companies because the power companies have to buy it from you if you become a generator of power. And, you're, and so when you hook up to the grid, since they're paying you or charging you $50 a month not to be, <clears throat> if you stay on the grid and you make more than you consume, they have to pay you money for that. But so they, they, they knock also, that out and become the middleman and make profit off of you. And you don't own the panels. You don't get to keep them. And when you uh, sell, hold on a second. If you sell your, um, I don't know who this is. Continue talking. I'm going to see who this is calling. So, so the other part of this is that the person telling you all this is John Kerry, right? Hello. So John Kerry also, they had a plan in the Atlantic Ocean to put windmills. Sorry, right I, thought right that was, I think that was my sister, but she didn't answer. That's all right. <laughs> right by Martha's Vineyard, right? So they wanted yep. to put solar panels by Martha's Vineyard. He actually made it so that they couldn't do that because it would obstruct his view. Right. Also, this is the guy who That's true. married awesome. married into the Heinz family. So he's yeah. got more money than anything. He rides on a private jet. So who are you to talk about what we need to do as people? Now, here's the other part of this, right? So this initiative also has to do with electric vehicles. Nancy Pelosi's husband bought upwards of a million dollars in shares of Tesla. Who is the premier, Leo? Who's the premier electrical vehicle? person right now making these vehicles that's that's uh tesla right isn't it uh -huh. tesla with, with Omar, like, right yeah just put yeah. a half a million almost close to a million dollars worth of money into these stocks right before this eo was signed so now you're going to tell me that there isn't insider trading get come on man
Come on. Right? So, so Solyndra was the company, and that's what uh, Julie was saying. That's why I popped it on the screen. For those of you on the MP3 file, you can't see that. She said Solyndra, major mess. That was the solar company I was referring to. And uh, I've, Candace, I'm not in Arizona anymore, so I didn't know this, but uh, I put this up on the screen. They, they keep pushing it in Arizona. They were pushing it when I was there. I've been back in California now for four years, uh, and they were hard-pressed and pushing it back then, and I called the company, and I was involved with the people who were protesting that and trying to get that on the air that they were ripping us off. They are ripping everybody off because, let me finish that, when you move you have to uh take the solar panels off and pay for someone to take them off yep. because you don't own them or you have to sell the house with they that they get the stipulation that the loan goes still to those people that they still don't own the solar panels and when you put solar panels on your roof which i don't recommend i recommend you using a portion of your yard to go ahead and put them out there on the ground because when you put them on your roof you have to attach them to your roof and that starts to destroy your roof and when you go to replace your roof you have to pay someone to take the panels off so they can replace the roof, then pay the same person or someone else to put them back on because the company that you're getting them from will not do that for you for free. That okay, like that's the way it was in Arizona, and that's the way they're doing it out here too. So that's why she says we're having uh, we have a, a, a person uh, knocking on the door every week. That was the way it was when I was back there too, and they kept pushing it because, I mean, Arizona is the perfect place. I suggest you either build them yourself because they're not very expensive. You can buy them. And you put them on, I did a video on this. I don't think it's on my YouTube page though, but I did a video on this where you can build them yourself and put them on the ground in your backyard. And then you also have, there's a program that you have that you can get the app for on your phone that tells you what day, time, place you are synchronized to the south sky. And you can then turn your, or the eastern sky, you can then turn and set your uh, your panels to get the most efficient sunlight every month. And you just adjust them slowly as the year goes, depending on where we are above or below the sun, whether it's winter or summer. Okay. Well, you'll, you have to watch um, out you, for this too. You have yeah, to watch ahead. out for it. And I'm going to tell you real quick that yeah. with this EO, they also have climate justice people. So they may have the DEP flying over your house with a heat sensor to see how much heat you're retaining. And they will show that and what she's talking about it sounds like the Jehovah's Witness cult that we have down the street over here that they right. knock on the door and say every week, Have you heard about the watchtower? Excuse me? Well, no, she's talking about the solar. solar I know, I know. Thing, it's like right? a cult, it's pretty much yeah. a cult. It's yeah. a cult. Yep. Well, you Climate know, one of my first jobs, enough, this is hilarious. I think it was my second or third job that I had was a canvasser for a, for a solar panel company. And we were going out, knocking on doors, trying to trying to get people to buy the solar panels. And then, so that was back in the 80s when I was a kid, right? When I was in my, my teens and 20s, right? Um, I was in my teens in the 70s and then my 20s and the 80s because I was born in 67. So um, I, that's what I did. I did it for one day and went, there's no future in this. <laughs> one day, man, and I was done, I was done with it, right? Nobody and my buddies, it. too, we did canvas for one day. You get people threatening you, throwing shit at you, slamming the doors in your face. It's not worth what they what they give you to do it. It's not. No. Any canvasser is not worth that. I would never do that job. And anybody who's ever offered that job, don't do it. Right. Don't do it. There are far better ways of making money where you'll be happier than walking around all day, knocking on doors and saying the same line over and over just to have people slam the door in your face or throw shit at you <laughs> or threaten you. Far so better ways of making money. There's another you can stand still with too. a sign and dance around all day listening to music and get paid to sit better than well, going knocking on doors. Absolutely. So we know that also within this, this is what you're not going to hear on mainstream media, which is what we're going to tell you now. Also, right. what they did is they moved troops back into Syria, right? They're also touting 
on mainstream media that Iran is a week away from a major nuclear weapon that they're going to have. Yeah. So all the way we can get into a war. Right. All yeah. the stability that we've pitched over the last four years now from two minutes. And we're going to get into Myanmar. Have you talked about Myanmar yet, which was today? No, no, okay. I have not. Yeah. So now here's here's what's happening. Right. Iran is China, essentially an extension of China. So we know that the Chinese are on the Pakistani border. All right. They're also on the Indian border. So with this military yep. coup today that happened in Myanmar, yep. the military is juxting the pose for the Chinese. Yep. So the Chinese are trying to crowd India because India, as opposed to China, is their direct competitor in the region. Nobody else, not even Japan, right. can compare to that workforce. So today, Joe Biden and his administration came out and just said, well, we're looking at this as a coup. Meanwhile, Boris Johnson came out and like vilified it big time. So what the deal is, is that the military took over Myanmar or Burmese, if you want to talk about it like that. Yeah, what yeah. they did was they said, we're going to take over the government. They locked everybody up. And not only that, Myanmar has a strong foundational tie to the Clinton Foundation and Obama. Yep. So here's the thing now. They arrested all the top brass. Once they arrested all the top brass, they said, in one year's time, we're going to declare a state of emergency. In one year's time, what we're going to do is we're going to hold general elections. They did this on the guise of election fraud, a fraudulent election. So there is a Q post that says, we the people light. So it's kind of like a diet soda, not a full yeah. soda, if yeah. you get the drift. Yeah. But So that's how I see where this thing makes sense, right? So what's happening now? Now, China is got Iran right there. China has Myanmar right there. And now they're encroaching into India, who they've been fighting with for a very long time. They're also participating in the South China Sea with war games, um, with flyovers. Of course. Taiwan. They're testing the administration. If yeah. the last they started doing that, there. they started doing that like three days in. They immediately the Chinese started testing Joe Biden in this administration, and they're getting the same. They're getting the same, uh, uh, you know, weak handshake that they got from uh, from Obama. He's not going to do anything, and, and we're automatically he's already getting us back into. We're going to pay China over a billion dollars for no reason. We're going to pay right. Iran a billion for no reason. We're going to pay the and, and the reason is, oh, please don't hurt us. We'll pay you money. The North Koreans, same thing. We're going to start paying them all kinds of money for free for no reason, uh, so that they will pretend that they're not going to do what they're going to do anyways, right? And right. and then they'll, then they'll just, you know, he'll just sit there with his limp handshake every time. They'll be signing a check, uh, you know, with his hand at this exact same time. It's all part of the plan that they need that area of the world to be unstable, and America is the people who are supposed to do it. That's been the plan since the 30s, and it's been drawn up. Von Braun uh, explained the whole thing when he, when he supposedly quit NASA, when they threw him out because he didn't agree. Uh, and they started threatening his life. He said to people, told them, this is what's going to happen between now and when the communists take over America. This is the plan. Right. And he, he, everything he said to the freaking T has happened. I didn't believe Erdman when he told me this four years ago. Right. Stephen Erdman. I didn't believe him. Uh, and I was like, what? No, man, you got to be tripping. I know, you know, okay. I looked it up and he was right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he and I have done a show on it. So he was right. And, uh, you know, people don't realize that, that, you know, 
this stuff is going on. It's going on a purpose. I just popped up there on the screen what Tim had said about we need to find energy, right? Uh, and and then he, you know, then he said it again. He, he reiterated it with with some lightning bolts. Um, we have energy, Tim. Um, I, in fact, I, I talked about this earlier in the show. Okay, the problem that we have is that we keep using uh, combustible energies. We're burning energy to create energy when we don't need to do that. We don't need to find energy. They've already found it. It's called zero point energy. I know about this because I'm a physics major in college and I was working on this. Okay. And that when I was in college, I was 18. I'm 53. Okay. And have an IQ that is uh, just a little bit above Einstein's. I'm not saying this because I think I'm cool. Okay. I'm saying this because the U.S. government has been recruiting me since I was nine years old to go to work for them to do stuff and to especially this kind of thing. I can figure stuff out. I've been able to reverse engineer anything my entire life. Okay. So they, they want me to work on this stuff. And I was being pushed ahead like Sheldon, pushed ahead in school and learning things that you don't learn in college when I was 11 and 12 years old. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say something when you finish too, and it's going to be, it's going to be epic. So go okay, ahead. So, so the, here's, here's the truth, bro. And, and I've said this before, but he, the, the, I'll tell you this and then I'll preface it first by saying, if you build this device, they are tracking this device because it has a certain signature. So if you make one and you use it, they will come and kill you because they don't want people to have this. Okay, zero point energy in the physics world means the lack of energy, the dead base that is nothingness like empty space would be non-existence. That's the lie. It's the same lie as the term as above, so below. Mm -hmm. Okay, as above, so below gets you believing in a higher source that created us. And as they have in their source, we emulate on the earth, but it's the opposite. This is where up is down and down is up. We control the narrative. We drive the matrix. And it's even told in the Bible, okay, in all the Talmuds, right? You've heard it. You've heard it. I even saw, I quoted it. It's Matthew, Matthew chapter 18, verse 17 through 20. Okay, I read it. My Bible's here. I can pull it out and read it to you, but I'll give it to you. And then you can look this up, okay? What you, what you bind to the earth, that which you bind to the earth, I shall bind in heaven. That which you unleash to the earth, this is from the New American Version, so it's not the old language from the King James, King James Version. It's any now American uh, version that you can pick up a Bible and read. What you unleash on the earth, I shall unleash in heaven. So it's not uh, the power as, as above, so below. The power is given by the one creator to the human race because we're part of the creation. What does this have to do with energy, Leo? Where are you going with all this? Okay. The zero point energy is not nothingness. It is the oneness. It is that what that energy which creates. The energy that we need is not in the hot fire section. It's in the cold. Okay. So we have the, the spectrums of fire and ice, right? You have everything that is friction and everything that is opposite of friction. But in the molecular structure, when you get to that point, the, the things slow down. So it's not generating electricity how we think of it and energy how we think of it. But it's through that point, the zero point, that the energy can be collected from, how did, how did uh, um, Emory Smith say this? It's like they open, you open up the, the universe itself and pull it out of nothingness, out of the ether. Okay? And that is the truth of it. 
That is real. And I know this, a perpetual engine has been built, many of them. I built one. But you can't turn it on and collect the energy because the energy pattern that that emits is a vibration that the powers that should not be are listening for like a sonar all over the planet. They have That's one of the reasons why the satellites are there. They're listening for that signature. When it goes off, they pinpoint it and they go there and they kill the person who made that engine and they get rid of it. Dr. Stephen Greer has talked about this, how people are afraid to build it because of that. And he's saying we need to have people that are not afraid. We will protect you. And he's working with the coalition to literally protect people. So the energy that we need is there. It's not in fossil fuels. It's not in solar. Okay. It's in free energy, which is completely renewable because it's taking from the universe, the creation. The creation is the logos. Logos is the word of God. What is that word? That word is love. The creation of the universe, the universe was created with love. Your power, that is the as above, so below, the equation, three, six, and nine. Okay? And I'll go over that real quick, and then we'll get back to what we were talking about with politics. No, I, got, I, I give I, you the I, secret. I'm, I'm gonna I give everybody the I'm, secret on, on the universe right now. I'll give it to you. Okay? And the CIA knows this. And if you watch the show where uh, the guy from Rendlesham Forest, Pennington, it's on my Ancient Aliens Worldwide page, pinned to the top. We interviewed him, and I jump in. I was producing that show. Right, that's the group that I created. But I was producing the show. Mandy, who is the one who runs the that uh, that group, she uh, got him to come on. So she was interviewing him. But at one point, I could see they weren't really going the right way, and he had something he was not letting us know. So I jumped in and I asked the appropriate questions and said the appropriate things. Go and watch that video. Okay, the three energy is the energy of you, me, and everybody on this planet. Okay, so as above, so below. There, it's already backwards. It's not as above. It's so it's the below. It's three. The three energy is us. Our intention. Three plus three equals six. Me plus my intention. Three and three. The energy of me and my intention equals the six number. Three, six, and nine. Me plus six. Three plus six equals nine. So when I have an intention to do something with my projected energy, my power, and my belief, and maybe you, me, Rob, everybody together, think of the same thing, it becomes more reality. And if everybody in the whole world at the exact same time said Mount St. Helen over here in in Washington uh, or in California, no, Washington, uh, is no longer there, it would disappear if enough of us believed it because our energy creates the reality here. Okay, so our energy creating me plus me equals six, me plus six equals nine, okay? The nine energy is the hex boson. They just discovered this particle. They call it the God particle. Okay, so in the grand scheme of things, the energy three is the spiral that's going, say, outward. It doesn't matter. It's either inward or outward. Let's say that the three is going outward, and it's spiraling outward, 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 outward forever, but something happens. That energy gets converted and then turns over and starts spiraling in. That's the nine energy. That's the God energy. It controls that and keeps it from spinning out forever and inward forever because they say the six, the three is going out, the six is going in, and the nine turns them over and creates the figure eight, which is infinity, infinite energy. Okay? So me plus my intention becomes six. My intention with six becomes nine. My intention with six and nine, nine's the creation, is creating something that becomes what? Twelve. Three plus three equals six. Three plus six equals nine. Three plus nine equals twelve. So the common denominator is us and our intention. Do you understand? So what is the twelve? The twelve 
then is the zero point. When you go through that, you look at a clock face, you have the 12 apostles, right? Like Jesus had 12 apostles and he was the number 13 or the number one. He was at the zero point who controlled the energy of the apostles. That is that is the way the universe works. So the, the way Thoth and the golden tablets said the way to the one is through the center. The clock face, three, six, and nine through the center, the zero point. So the zero point is the one or the way to the creation. And how is that? My intention for with my intention, me with my intention and nature, the nature of the universe, that becomes the creation of the universe, that creation. I then make something out of it. I become the one. We are the one. So the energy is there. It's totally free. If you understand anything of what I'm saying to you, it sounds crazy. But if you yeah. actually follow the mathematics, then you realize that there is the zero point word for energy, zero point energy being no energy. The lack thereof is the opposite. And they tell you that lie so that you don't look for the zero point being a place of infinite energy. And that's exactly true where it is. And there's no friction, so there's no fire, so you don't have to burn something to create the energy. It just manifests when you need it for what you need it for and how much you need. Right. And you right. can build a device that creates that. And if you read the Golden Tablets of Thoth, Thoth tells you that the people who were here in Atlantis were screwing that. with that number, and they ended up stopping the Earth from spinning, and that created the entire shift of the mantle by, by inertia, to move, and that's how they flash froze themselves and fucked up the planet. And then they had to restart the planet, and that's why we flipped over on the axis and got back up, and we're still kind of wobbly, okay? Right. Because they understood that and mathematically screwed with it the wrong way. And just like if you're tuning, uh, if you ever worked on a car and you're tuning your point, your points, if you retard them the wrong direction, your car goes, <laughs> you go, shit, turn that back, turn that back. And you got to get it just balanced right. That's exactly an analogy for you to understand if you've ever done that. If your points aren't working right or they're not firing at the right order of your pistons, the motor doesn't run properly and it will. And you can kill the motor if you have it the wrong way. Same thing with the natural balance to the universe. So we don't need to find energy. It's there, yes. And Tesla's prime numbers, Tesla knew. All right, Tim said, he's, he's Tim gets it, so you understand. Tim said yep. three, six, and nine, Tesla prime numbers. Tesla knew, and remember he always said three, three, three. He always said three, three, that's the, because it's us plus our intention. Our intention right. is an energy. It's the charm of making. I'll say that and explain it and then let Rob continue with what he was going to go on with. I know I went on a long tangent here, but the charm of making literally is, it was in a movie. It was in uh, Excalibur. It came out in 1982. Merlin, the, the Merlin in that uh, book, because if you, if you actually watch the movie, he doesn't say I am Merlin. He says, I am a Merlin. Mm -hmm. Merlin is a title. I would be a Merlin right now. If I were a Druid and I were in that religion, which I used to be, and I'm not right now, currently I'm not in any religion because I don't believe in religions. I just believe in spirituality. I was knighted by the Roman Catholic Church. I am a minister in the Christian faith, but I'm also a Jedi Knight in New Zealand in the Jedi Council. Okay? I love that. I love yeah, that. Yeah, right? I I'm love trying that. To get that's that no myself. Just, just to say that I'm a Jedi Master. I just want right? to be a Jedi Master. That's all I want. Right? In my life. Right. And that's, that's the, I mean, it really is a thing. It, it really is a religion. I'm actually a, mm -hmm. a Jedi Knight. Okay. So, so the, the three and the six and the nine, right? Here is the, here is the, the charm of making to, and which is what I just said. Okay. The charm of making is, is literally called zero what? Zero point energy. 
Mm-hmm. Angela said called zero what? Called zero point energy uh, is the, the creation. That's the logos. Okay. The logos is which control that which controls the matrix. The creation of the universe was the logos. The logos is the word of God. That is love. That is the zero point energy. Now, so here's the charm of making. Okay. And I'll translate it for you. And, it, and I tell you this because you can't do anything with it unless you know how to work it. Okay. But everybody needs to know this. And it literally is anal nathrach, uthvas pethud, dothiel diende. Now, anal nathrach is all that is of nature. Uthvas pethud is and of time space. So you're calling to all that is nature, all that is time space. Dothiel diende, do heed my intention. Okay, that is the ancient language, the first language. It's the only words I know in that language. But that was passed down because the charm I'm making is passed down to Merlin's. And that was passed down to me by my father when I was a boy. And it's real. The undertaker uses, cuts out the middle part and uses Anal Nathrak, uh, cuts out the Uthfas Bethod and, and puts in both Yale Dienbe in his intro. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. And and they took out the middle part because it was the whole charm of making. But he but he knows, he knows, or it wouldn't be in there. Right, right. Okay, so it literally means I am calling upon all that is time, all that is nature, all that is time, space. Heed my intention. Three, six, nine. What I just explained to you. Okay, so it's me manifesting something and then calling to all that is nature and space, time. That is all of the creation that is not human or that is not animate. In a 3D place, I called you. Heed my call. That is the God, the ex boson, the God energy of creation to then do something with. And when you do something with that, you become the catalyst or the one, and you use that energy from the creation to make something so, make it happen. I need energy. Have you ever drawn energy? I can. I'm drawing energy just talking about this. That's right. Okay. And, right. and, and the, my energy is increasing. And then, of course, I'm a Reiki master. Let's see if I get my hands close enough where you can see one and focus. Oh, you can't see it on this camera right now. But if you did, there we go. You see the duck the duck, the duck, duck pattern on my hand right there? Mm-hmm. That, that right there, that's the, that's the sign of a, of a Reiki master is we have that duck. We always laugh about that. We call that the duck pattern. It's the duck foot uh, in, our, in our palms. But, um, but yeah, it's, really, it's really there. I mean, it really looks like a duck stepped on there. And see how his is dimmer than mine. Mine's more bright and red and, and you can, it's really glowing in the light where his isn't because I don't think he's a Reiki master. He might nope. be a Reiki practitioner, but he's not a master. Nope. And I'm a master teacher. So, so that's really there. I mean, it really is the sign when you see the glowing palm uh, that the Asians used to use, they still use like with the Shaolin priest. That's real. That's not just the, you know, the palm I hit you with my, with my chi and you go flying and die. It's literally the glowing palm of health because they were priests. They weren't fighters. They just learned to defend, to, to defend themselves. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of a blue color, right? <laughs> yes. It's, so it's kind of blue because the outline is in red, but the whole palm, the whole thing is blue. That's, that's the cold energy on the, on the inside. The red on the outside that outlines it is the heat and the blue on the inside is the cold. It's the balance between. It's the zero point energy. Reiki is energy from, literally means right. light energy, energy from light. I just started looking at Reiki like that. I started, I've been interested in it and I've just started looking at it. I've been trying to. I've been a Reiki practitioner for almost 30 meditation. years. My yeah. meditation, oh, meditation needed a lot of yeah, it, it needed work, so I needed to do that. But I, I just want to say one thing about fossil fuels. We're going to keep it simple, okay? So, and this is going to be the last thing I got to say. Then I got a bolt. 
But, it's okay, me too. I've been on here for like three, almost three so hours. Here's the thing, right? So we have, <laughs> I we have been on here three, almost four hours. I got on right. two, right? So two, three, four, five, been on here three hours. So yeah, go ahead, finish it's up. My fault. It's my fault. Yeah. But so we have it's an okay, administration, right? Problem. And they're, they're opposing fossil fuels. Knowing what solar and wind energy produces, they will never produce enough energy to run the entire nation like it is now on nuclear reactor. Never. Never. Because it, it, it's just not feasible it's not possible yeah so physically not possible so let's keep it clean right the last four years we've had the cleanest carbon footprint we've ever had why because of the keystone pipeline the keystone pipeline made it so we didn't have to use trucks trains and automobiles to get the fuel to places it needed to go so by taking that away warren buffett owns the railroad that runs parallel to it in a sense or down and up the way so right. they gave one of their Democratic donors. It was not done under the guise of saving the environment because they would have kept it. No, it's all money. Right. It was Warren Buffett's rail line that they gave it to. So second, right? Hydro energy is something that we could maybe harness into that, but there isn't going to be enough of that. It doesn't produce fast enough. No. So let's look at fracking. Fracking is one of the cleanest energies on the planet. And they want to ban that too. So we're going to ban the pipeline, which is making our carbon footprint less. Then they want to ban fracking, which is accumulating for about 40% of our energy right now. So you're going to take all those people out of jobs, not to mention you're going to make it worse with the carbon footprint. So therefore, we're all going to have to pay our fair share in tax, not to mention you're going back to the Paris Climate Accords, who won't give us a designation of a developing nation like China is, even though China's been around for thousands of years before we were even in creation, but they're still a developing nation. So there's a lot of things working. Well, see the, what the theory is for the for the thing that real quick in, in the, the the way that works is uh, in their minds. This is how it works, guys. The West, the Western world, had advanced in technology far longer for oh, like a hundred years longer than the Chinese did. So they sued in world court because we wanted the Paris Accord where everybody has to uh, lower their emissions. And they sued in the world court and said, wait a minute, all you guys got to pollute this planet for a hundred years before we even became developed. So we should have the right to, to, to pollute this planet as much as we want for the next hundred years before that way we have the same uh, amount of time in that you guys have in the environment. And they fucking bought into that. Somebody bought into that and signed the Paris Accord saying everyone else on the planet that is a developed nation has to lower their emissions down to this certain amount. But China gets to do whatever they want and pollute the oceans and pollute the ozone layer as much as they want for another hundred years. That is not a lie. You can look it up. That's what the Paris Accord is. Right. And here's here's the other part of this, too. If you want to go electric to electric vehicles, I dispute that they're cleaner because if you look what it takes to make a lithium battery that goes into these specific vehicles, there is a ton of pollution that goes into getting just the smallest amount of lithium when you need, I forget exactly how many ounces of lithium within there to hold the charge. Right. And they also use child labor to squeeze into these holes and mines to yeah. get that lithium out. So and the Uyghurs if, as a slave labor force to do all the work. Absolutely. The Uyghurs, yeah. Uyghurs, yeah, yeah. sorry, I said Uyghur, huh? Uyghurs, yeah. Uyghur, okay. oh, Uyghur is something totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, Uyghur is, is yeah, something totally different. You're Woo! absolutely right. Woo, yeah. Right. I'm going to get hate, hate mail for that. Right? No, that's, that's all I have to say. You know, a, a lot of what they're doing is a facade. 
and you need to divulge. Well, and, and to back up what you're saying, Rob, let me let me explain this to people. To back up what Rob is saying, here's a perfect example as to that exact thing where they get kill the pipeline because he owns the railways so that he gets all the contract and all the money to to bring it down here. Now, people would say, oh, they, they don't do that. OK, let me let me remind you of this. If you're not old enough to know this. When was the last time you saw a bus station where there was buses? There's like Greyhound, right? And that's about it, right? And and the trains you have like Amtrak across the United States, and that's that's about it, right? There used to be like uh, hundreds and hundreds of trains and hundreds and hundreds of uh, of bus stations and bus companies all over the United States because prior to the interstate highways. Nobody was driving on these things with cars. They would take a train back east or out west. They would take a bus because they didn't have to burn up their own car. So these people who uh, in the government who wanted to get more people, the car companies involved in this, of course, the big, you know, the big car companies wanted to get more people on the roads and driving. So they went to these guys or invented or had their brother invent a contractor who would build interstates but they needed to get people in the cars and drive on there so what they did was they went around and bought up every train company and every bus company in the united states save for the the greyhound and amtrak and that way they had still some for poor people bought them all up and ran them into the ground and fired everybody in the companies so that people had no other recourse but to get in their cars and drive on these freeways and then they paved the entire roads across the united states everywhere they could to get these people to be driving and then they did the same thing with the freight for the trains they brought all them up to get people in semis to drive everything on those highways this is true you can look it up it's all about consolidation production that's what it's all about they literally like just to go crazy they sell your social security number on the stock market you are a laborer to them that is it thank you tim i'm so glad to see you brother uh, it's been a long time since I've seen Tim and been interacting with him. And I'm glad you're doing well, my man. Uh, more power to you. Keep asking questions, bro. Because yeah, those of you on the MP3 file uh, listening to this, Tim put in here, you're both so right. I worked over 25 years in the oil in the oil fields. So so everything that we're saying, just so you know, uh, and, and Tim saying, hi, Rob. Uh, I put it up on the screen. Just so you know, Tim, a man who worked for 25 years in the oil industry, is saying that what we're telling you is not a lie. Because he was there for 25 years, right. and what we're saying is completely right. Now, go ahead, continue. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but well, I thought that was that's all I got. I just want to say to everybody, please, please, please support what we do. Uh, we're not asking for donations just yet. We will be once we get everything rolling because it's expensive to do what we do. But it's a good cause. Please just help yeah. with the views and your subscriptions for right now. You can find me on YouTube everywhere. Everywhere is Full Spectrum Universe, soon to be Full Spectrum Network. I say get in under the curve, get to us, uh, follow Orion Rising. I think that we have a lot of good points that if even if you don't agree, doing the research will only help you in the future. Whether you agree or disagree, you know, it is pivotal. And I mean right. crucial and pivotal. Just talking open, about it is what needs to be done. Open discourse and also re- open discourse research and being able to, to do what you do and having that ability of critical thinking is one of the most important things that will take us into this new age, this vibrational new age. Critical thinking is it's, it's so important. I can't I can't describe the importance of it. I can't. Right. 
Well, and, and here's the here's the thing too, guys. Right? What I always tell everybody, and what what Rob was just saying right here, is I always say to people, and if you ever listen to my show, you'll hear me say it at some point on my show. Don't believe a word of anything that I've said. Go out there and look it up and try and prove me wrong. If you can prove me wrong that what I was saying was completely wrong, or I made that up, and I didn't vet it, call me. And I'll put you on the air and you can kick my ass on the air. I've been on the air for five years now and I have never had anybody take me up on that because when you do and you start going down that rabbit hole, you'll start realizing well, guys like Rob, myself, Omar, Clarence, these other guys that are out there with all these other shows, you'll find that we do, we do vet before we say it. We don't just hop on the air and go, ooh, dude, like the news does. The right. news hops on the air. They want to be the first ones on the air because they want the ratings. They don't give a shit what they say clickbait. to you. It's called yeah, clickbait. They're, they're clickbait. They just want you on their station listening to what they have to say. I come on the air after I've researched it. So does Rob. And we talk about this stuff after we've looked into it. And if we haven't, we say to you, this I don't know because this is what I heard, but I haven't had a chance to vet it. We tell you the truth. Okay? And we don't usually say that because normally we're, we're looking into it before we come on the air. Right. Okay? So... So I tell people that thinking, you know, and what does he know? Hashtag be the change, right? Right. Hashtag right. be the change. Thinking and knowledge. Knowledge is the key to the universe. The more knowledge you have by learning, by listening, by reading, by investigating yourself, they count on the fact that you're not going to look shit up, they say. Right, right. 100%. That's they count on that. The they That's lie to you. They'll hold up, they'll hold up the documents, and the, but they won't let you see what it says. And they'll go, it says right here, Never. this matchbook says you're lying. Because I'd be all over them like yeah. a, like stink on crap. And right. just three, I'm going to say three simple things before I go. Clarence will be back. He, yeah. he is well. He's doing well. He'll be back. <laughs> this is the two things I want to say to you. Believe half of what you see and nothing that you hear. Yep. And here's the other saying. This one is the most important. When the people are scared of the government, it's tyranny. When the government is scared of the people, it's democracy. That's, That's it. Right. Absolutely. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to call it. We've been on the air for way too long, right? Uh, Rob, thanks, brother, for coming on. As soon as I saw him, I was like, Rob, get in here, bro. We need to I go for a while. On, I had a right? lot to say. I was going to do a show tonight, but I said, screw it. Let's do it right here, man. Right? Let's do it right here. No, and then you know, do, it, do it on your show, too, right? The people that are watching your show may not have been here, so they may not have heard it. So you can go ahead and read re what we say is the same message Maybe tomorrow. that we're literally saying anyways all the time. So, okay, guys, 30. go. Uh, Orion Rising is anywhere that you can find the podcast, the MP3 file, everywhere where you listen to that uh, podcast. I'm there already. Just look me up and you can listen to the shows. Those always go on the air an hour or two after I go on the air for the live show for the uh, MP4 file. Uh, that is, you can find that on my YouTube channel, Orion Rising, the page on uh, Facebook and the group on Facebook, Orion Rising. Uh, and I have, I'm up on rumble. I'm on uh bit shoot. Um, and where else am I? Just almost everywhere that you can imagine. Uh, so this will be up on rumble later today. It'll be on bit shoot in about an hour. Uh, I don't go live on those platforms yet. Like Rob said, the, they only have about 20 or 30 people on, on rumble. Not, they're not really that big yet, but they still get out there. I get more hits on, uh, I think rumble. One of them, I get more hits than I do on the other one. I think it's bit shoot bit shoot. I get a lot of hits on. Mm -hmm. I put a post the thing. I got more hits there than I did on YouTube for my, for my show. I was, what? That's cool. So guys, check us out. I do have a description. I don't have it in today's, but normally I put it in the description uh, of, you know, my, my PayPal where you can donate. Uh, and I do ask for donates, uh, donations, but I, I don't have an official uh, thing yet. I'm, I'm working it out with Rumble uh, to try and get the, the Rumble so you can click on 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 their thing. And, and uh, we timeshare with them. You know, I'm uh, associated with them, so they get paid a little bit and I get paid. But we, like Rob said, 
this cost us money. This is coming out of our pockets to do this. So, well, so for us to stay on the air, we need to have some donations here and there. You know, uh, I also have Orion Rising the network, like like Rob's doing with the Full Spectrum Universe. Um, I just don't have that uh, working right the second. But if you go to Spreaker, you can find the channel. There's just only a few things on there right now, but I was going to do and planning in the future to do the same thing Rob's doing where working up more shows and getting people lined up and doing the same thing with Orion Rising. Whether or not that I continue doing that, it will be changed by I run my myself and what I do by what the universe tells me to do. And just like my website, I had a website that was up and um, I took it down because basically the universe said, you don't need to have that up now or maybe ever. So, but I wanted it because it was going to make money. It was going to make a lot of money, but I took it down because of that. I run my life that way. I always have, because I have found that if you stop fighting the universe and you do what the universe wants you to do and go where you should go and where you're needed, your life is better and will work better and you'll get things handed to you easier. You won't end up like homeless on the streets. Right. And that's where it comes to faith and people, if they don't believe in God or they don't believe in anything, a higher source, because I don't believe in the God where like before I had my long beard until yesterday when I shaved it, I looked like Zeus. I looked like the all father. I looked like God. That was a old white man with a long beard sitting in a chair. Right. I don't believe that that's what the universal energy is. The universe is the one true creator of the universe, which is both male and female in in the spirituality. Uh, it, It is one. We are a part of that. We're a little teeny piece of that. And I believe that. All right. So, so, so namaste. If you don't believe it, it's okay. You don't have to, because here's a, you're free to do whatever you want. <laughs> All right, Rob people, peace. Namaste. Have a great day. May your God go with you. If you're not a God, then, uh, you know, you don't believe in God or any of that. It's okay. That doesn't mean anything. Just whatever be a nice your person. Creator. Whatever yeah. your creator is big up to your creator for making you. We're yeah. all here for, you know, a purpose, stay on your purpose, stay your path. And the, the universe will. Julie, Julie says, I'm going to miss the beard. Yeah, I just shaved it off the other day. I haven't been live on television until today. And I'm, I know. I, just know. Gotta I, go was, tea. I was looking at you at first. I'm like, should I say something? Oh, right? man. Yeah, I shaved it all off. I got tired of it. It was just getting, it was hard. I had to brush it all the time. And I was like, this is like when you have long hair and you get to brush it a thousand times before you go to bed, you know? I was like, nah, it's time. I look like an old man. I mean, I'm, I know I'm 53, but I look like I was 73. All right. Rob keeps looking because his, his woman's giving him the eye. So we got to go. All right. <laughs> Tell her it was my fault, brother. <laughs> I'm sure she I can will. hear me. Don't worry. Right? Don't worry. All right, guys, have a great night. And I will be back on Friday uh, for certain to do the law of one, which I missed last week because of the rain had a power outage over here. Uh, it was a really bad storm cut through for about four days here in California. The, the whole state of California man it was crazy there's still people out of power today from that storm almost 48 hours now snow yeah 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 that was the one that came through here came through here hit you guys and kept going got snow and it's now the nor'easter that's going across the nation that started over here because it couldn't you know came in this way and went over that way like it always does all right guys namaste have a great day thank you for being here share this out share this out share this out donate click our buttons like he said like us Click on it so it turns on for a couple seconds and don't even watch it if you don't want to. Just that click gives us counts. That counts, guys. That is like a vote. I like you, but I don't have time to watch you for three hours. But I like you. I want you to have these because that's important to us, right? All right, guys. Have a great night.